0: Lot Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: law, new world order,
2: FEMA camps, guillotines, aliens, UFOs, fallen angels, Anunnaki,
3: their earth will never be the same again. I
2: Alarm's are ringing loud, you really seem to hear, it's a minute before you die, it's turning words from the Mount of Hollins, the owls of Patmos too, tell them about your future, yet you're the ones he's speaking to, only those with discernment, not blinded by this world, can see what is the obvious, turn into one, the final does what he thinks is right in his own eyes ignore the truth leaders talk about nuclear war it's now just a push away judgment is about to fall on it only the judge can stand the day men led by evil spirits that come from the other side lead men. It's all written in His Holy Word. Judgment comes upon the law. The time to waste run to the frog. Dragon life of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Greater future for the lust. Gladly bust him they call you to join them to the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul For a chance to
3: Heavenly Father, we praise you, Lord, and oh, Father, I thank you. I just want to do it, say a special thank you, because it's all about, you know, allowing you, Father, to be glorified by the Son Jesus, who is all living within us, and we're part of the Godhead, and this is all—we're all in this together, and we just praise you, Father. And we to thank you, and I just wanted to say thank you, Lord, for the um, the incredible confirmation that I got—a um, a miracle, truly. Um, very impossible, really, to equate as a coincidence due to the mathematical impossibilities. But Father, I just wanted to thank you for that because I needed it more than anything. You know, I, you know, sometimes at some point in our walk, I admit that you know, seeing 11:11 here and there, you know, it's encouraging, uh, especially when you wake up in the middle of the night and you you're, you take one peek at the clock and it's 11:11, and then you go right back to bed again. And you're like, wow. But Father, you know that supernatural thing that happened to me that I'm going to share with the people tonight was a blessing, and I just want to say before everybody from every everybody from over hill overdale, every single person that listens to the program, I just wanted to say, Father, thank you, because I definitely needed that, uh, and um, I think other people will be blessed by it, and I will share it tonight. I just wanted to say, praise praise your holy name, Father. I also want to repent before everybody on the program tonight, and also say I am sorry. Uh, that I've been uh, having stress today, and being worried about you know my job. I've got, I'm, as you know, I'm dealing with a lot of very very large clients, and I worry sometimes that I say one word off, you know, just one little word, something, whatever. And next thing you know, you know, I'm I'm toast. So, uh, so Father, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. I should be trusting you, and uh, yeah, I shouldn't be concerned about all of these, you know, these kinds of things. I shouldn't let that creep up on me, but I did. And I repent of it, and I, uh, you know, I, I confess of it before everybody, and I say, Father, please, in the name of Jesus, continue to strengthen me. Thank you for the blessings. I praise you for every blessing that you have given to every listener of this program. I praise you for every time you have sent down a powerful uh, anointing uh, for th- those who lift me up in prayer on, a, on you know, even even on a uh, occasional basis. Father, I thank you for every part of our lives. I praise you for every trial and tribulation. I thank you for showing me the boat analogy. I thank you for. Helping me to understand how important it is for us to be praising you truly from the bottom of our heart, not making it up, not fake praising you, not praising you while we're sitting there with tears rolling down our eyes, but truly being happy, truly being joyful that we are on the boat and that 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 we're getting very very close to to departure. So matter no matter how bad things get, no matter how bad things are that we perceive or what worry that we think might overcome us or what thing that we think might happen to us, we are on the boat. And Father God, I thank you for showing me how important it is to be able to embrace that to how important it is for us to truly understand the concept of praising you in the darkness, praising you and thanking you for even those things that we do not see in our lives being made manifest while we're in the middle of worrying, understanding that as we praise you, that worry will melt away and it will turn into godly trust. And we need to come to that place in our walk. I thank you for confirming that through the mini miracle that you have allowed to happen to me. I promise to share it tonight and I pray that it blesses many. And I ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to continue to strengthen each and every Every one of us in our walks, and allow us to be able to see the things not only that we're going to have to go through, but to be able to learn to walk in that faith, walk in the supernatural anointing of the Holy Spirit, and to be so convinced of where we are in the end times timeline that we are not discouraged. We continue to praise you, no matter how dark and how hard things become. And just how much faster will it be that we all get through those difficult times uh, on account of not uh, limiting you, Father, through our concerns, our words. Worries, our lack of faith and all the things that we're admonished not to have. Help us, Father God, we pray, to continue on this path. Help us, help to encourage us through our supernatural many miracles in our lives and help us to trust you, Father, for you will keep us in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon you because we trust you. Father, let us walk in Isaiah 26, verse 3. Let it become a reality in each of our lives and help us, Father, to be ready for the days that we have ahead. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus while we praise you, Father, for all the trials and tribulations that we have in our lives and thank you for the, the next series of attack waves that we're going to have to either fight off through spiritual warfare or uh, overcome through choices and decisions that we make while we're appraising you along that path along that narrow path and that journey that we are so blessed to be a part of thank you for helping us to know that we are on the boat praise your name thank you jesus hallelujah and now do him our lord jesus who was able to keep us from stumbling and present us faultless someday before the presence of your glory father god with exceeding joy and to you, Father, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forever. Amen.
2: Watch and
1: pray For I
2: would come for you one day I gave you my word so you would know The time I'd come and take you time for you to look around.
0: The signs I gave were
2: coming down. Come and be
1: home Come and be home Come and be home Come and be home Come and be home
2: Come and be home Come and home
3: and keep holy. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus, Hallelujah. Now, um, I got to first. I got to share the mini miracle. I guess it's kind of a mini miracle for me. It was a little bit bigger than a mini miracle to me. A mini miracle is I'm having, you know, I'm sleeping pretty good now. If I'm not sleeping pretty good and I'm rolling around tossing and turning, it still means something to me. But uh, if I am sleeping good. And just by some, I don't know, weird coincidence, I happen to lift my head off the pillow for a moment, and I see my big red digital clock up on the wall, uh, and it has 1111 on it. You know, which, of course, when I first looked into that back in 2011, we're trying to get the guy, by the way, that confirmed 1111 to me about six years after I already knew it was a reality. The Lord did it. He does this too, for me all the time, and I praise his holy name. I love him so much. But anyway, um, uh, uh, you know, usually when I, whenever I, I deal with anything that's a potentially a little bit of a controversial subject, especially in that case, or uh, whatever, The more controversial it is, the more bigger the splashdown of the mini-miracle will be, usually. But sometimes I have to wait for years to get it. Usually right about the time where Satan has been bugging at me, 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 me, make me think uh, maybe I had it wrong, maybe I shouldn't have, you know, maybe I I got it wrong, maybe I, you know, whatever. Um, Then something huge will happen. I'll get a phone call from the most... You know, impossible person or Sister Nancy will be looking for somebody to bring on the radio show and she'll be like, you know, hey, did you know that brother so-and-so or somebody will send me an email and they'll be like, look, this guy was taken to heaven and he saw that there's three raptures. By the way, we have that person queued up for a program. Remember, I wrote the article back in 2011 called multi Rescue Mission, Praise Jesus, because I just simply read Luke 12, 35, 36, 37, 38, and I said, that's Jesus coming back from the wedding supper. And he's talking to the second watch and the third watch, so there must be a first watch. So this is one, two, three times he comes back from the wedding supper. What's up with that? Or at least two times out of the one. The one time it was it's assumed, of course, or not assumed, but um, clearly implied that the first watch is at the wedding supper because it comes from it. And if he's talking to the second watch and the third watch, well, where's the first watch at? The wedding supper, where he came from, right? Amen. So anyway, um, praise God. But then, you know, now we're having all kinds of supernatural confer- uh, confirmations. We had a person that was an author of, the, of a book. Uh, same, The Lord showed him the same thing. Uh, we have another person that was taken to heaven that we're going to be bringing on the program very shortly uh, that was literally told that from the Lord when he was in heaven. Wow. Uh, now, the only thing I'm a little bit concerned about, so pray about this in Jesus' name, uh, is that the person is going to be calling in from Australia. And we have had, well, some challenges. Uh, you know, you're, if you're one hour off, <clears throat> you know, in your time zones or, you know, whatever, especially with the uh, international dateline crossover, because about the time that this radio show is starting is around about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning, their time. And you've got to deal with, you know, daily savings time on both sides of the ocean, right? Amen. So um that you know so what we like to do is we like to use uh, tools on the internet to try to get that 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 exact moment of time down for the person so they're able to call but then the other problem that you run into praise jesus is when you're dealing with people in other continents a lot of times um you know you've got to kind of help them along with Skype because they may maybe they don't do a lot of international or no international calling all right. And then, then they're like, OK, well, I have Skype and I'm ready to go. But then they don't realize that Skype has a dialer and that you got to put in what's called Skype credits. And you got to help them do that because they got to actually dial the phone number of the radio show. They can't just like Skype into it uh, because Microsoft bought it. And of course, they ripped out all those features so <laughs> they can make more money. Right. Um, you know, the greed of the most evil eugenicist in the world. Right. Amen. But anyway. Um, but we're praying that that's going to go well. And we set them up. Hopefully the time is all arranged. And I think it is. But, you know, I'm so insanely busy with my job. And, of course, doubting the trust of my father, which is just absolutely... As dumb as a a NASA monkey could possibly get. I mean, I just feel so guilty when I go through because I'm, like I said, I've told people before, I'm a business continuity professional. I, I, it is my big, 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 big part of my job to say, okay, what's your, what's your, what's plan A, what's plan B, what's plan C, what if this happens, what if that happens, what if this happens, what if that happens, what if blah 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 blah, you know, and I go through, and my brain just goes swirly, whirly, whirly, and I do that professionally, but I also apply those same, that same gift. I I don't know if it's a gift or a curse. or whatever you want to call it. I don't want to call it a curse because, you know, it Satanism, but I'm just saying, you know, or a, I don't know, a, an unfortunate challenge associated with my personality and personality attributes or mental makeup or whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, praise God. But anyway, um, but it is a, plague that I deal with. It is a thing that I deal with. And that spinny-winny mind problem, it multiprocessor, going crazy, thinking about things three ways to Sunday. It also helps me to decipher Scripture better. You know, I look at Scripture and I'm going like, well, where is the first watch? If if Jesus comes back and talking to the second watch and third watch, well, where's the first watch? Because it's my nature to ask those questions. And of course, because of that nature, it also messes me up. You know, I should be praising God. I should be so thankful that I'm on the boat. I should be praising God for the miracle that I got on the war of the worlds and the boat and thing and all that kind of stuff that I can't even see straight. I shouldn't even have a second thought. I am in God's hands. You're in God's hands. We, should, we need to believe that. You don't get the benefit of Isaiah 26.3 if you don't comply with that Isaiah 26.3. You will keep him, you is our father. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon you because he trusts you. Well, if you're sitting around worrying and, oh, no, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. So if if you get slipped a mickey from the devil, okay, and you get a fiery dart, and that fiery dart sinks in from wherever it came from. And you know what? The other problem is it doesn't have to be a fiery dart from the devil because there's always three things in play. There is your own personal personality, which, of course, you know, the Lord is was I told you the story. I've had that in my testimony. And just the other day I was looking at my Echo Show 5 on the desk, and it was flashing up on a black screen with white text impetuous. Impetuous. Impetuous and I'm like enough is enough. I get it. I'm impetuous. All right? But I got to deal with that. We all we all got our own personality foibles and challenges and things like that, but that also comes into play. So we got to fight off our fleshiness and we also have to be concerned about and fighting against and spiritual warfare and all the other things and 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 even if we are all prayed up with spiritual warfare there's no guarantee that that with enough uh you know attack uh vectors etc cetera, etc cetera, or whatever you want to call it the devil it might slip one in on you you might get pulled away from that special place you know, there may be enough distractions on your work or whatever the thing is you're going through in life or whatever the case is that you get pulled out of the secret place in the most high and a fiery dart slips in and hits you. So you got to worry about yourself. You got to worry about the demons hitting you up. You, and then it throws you off kilter. And if you got my kind of mind, you're like sitting there going, oh, no, oh, no, it's the end of the world. Oh, no, what am I going to do with this? Happen? What am I going to do with that? I don't have my plan B, my plan C. I don't have my plan, you know, and all that kind of stuff. You're like, ah. And right at that moment in time, you realize. You're not trusting God. You, our heavenly Father, will keep him, us, imperfect bees, when our minds are stayed upon him because and only because we trust him. So when we start worrying about stuff, oh no, what am going to Oh my gosh. Whoops. You fail. So I had a, I, I had a fail day today. Today was a fail day. I know, I know, I know. But I'm going to tell you the cool thing. The cool thing is um, this, the miracle thing that I had happen. And, you know, it wasn't like I saw somebody's arms grow out or some guy that was walking around going, hey, man, where's the light switch? I lost both my eyes and, you know, that kind of thing. No, no, it wasn't like that. But it was it was pretty darn miraculous. And it was, uh, it's amazing. As a matter of fact, I actually uh, sent the images that I took with my camera to, because whenever a miracle-ish thing happens, or a miracle in this case, which it was, happens, I grab my camera, you know, off my phone, of course, naturally, because it's right there. And I'm like, you know, snap, 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 snap. snap. And I take a bunch of pictures, I import them into an email, and I send them to me at one com. Uh, and then I put a, a subject line in. Is what, what's the title of the miracle? And then I say, at Supernatural. And it injects it immediately into my notebook in the cloud, which, of course, I can access from my local OneNote. And um, I have a tab. I have a notebook called Supernatural. And I can go through it down through all the pages in that particular notebook. And each one of the times that I send an email to me at OneNote.com with all the pictures and the testimony of what happened and the miracle, and I can see it all, you know, then I've got this running record. And plus, I always like to carbon copy it to several other people so they can go, like, no way that happened. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yes way it did. Um, and uh, it did. Let me tell you what happened. Kids, are you ready for this? I know. I know. You guys dig this kind of stuff. I kind of dig it, too. I don't have it happen as much as I'd like to have it. But, you know, I figure the throne room is very busy right now. And we're all probably messing up a little bit more. Remember, Psalm 66:18: if I have iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear and there's a bunch of other scriptures that also say the same thing in, in different ways. But the point is, when we're not where we need to be in synergy with our Heavenly Father, walking in His will as close as we possibly can, doing what we are required to do voluntarily because we love Him, um, and doing it not sitting around waiting for Jesus to come down and send Gabriel, oh! you, know, you know, abracadabra and this, that, and the other thing, you're going to suddenly be able to, like, leap tall buildings in a single bound or whatever it's not how it works i can do all things through christ who strengthens me i you 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 you, and you get on the boat and go back there and help all the other people that aren't on the boat and you're like why are you beating this topic to death you already did the analogy let it go and tell us what happened okay i will ready kids (laughs) all right okay all right, kids, I know you I, know, I get it, I get it, I get it. all right, so anyway, so for those of you who are regular listeners of the program, and for those of you who are not, shame on you, no, I'm just kidding. you know i get I get these emails sometimes from people that I know used to be regular listeners or whatever the case is, and they they've gone out and decided they're going to make their own email ministry, and they start collecting email addresses like so many people do, and then I start seeing them sending out emails saying just the doggondest wrongful thing. And then I'm like, okay, this is breaking my heart. Where did I fail? What did I say wrong? Why is that person saying that? And I'm thinking to myself, okay, do I, you know, anyway, because I take everything personally and I need to get over that because everybody, you know, some people are going to believe it. You know, aliens are all demons and that's how they're, that's where they're going to stay. They're going to stay in the second rung of the ladder. They've chosen to be on the second rung of the ladder, and that's where they're comfortable. And by golly, they're going to find every YouTuber that has ever lived that says that aliens are demons, and they're going to send it to every friend that they've ever had uh, endlessly. Okay, fine, (laughs) whatever. Okay, but that's all right. You know, Uh, you know, people have their comfort zone. uh, You know, and they're they're going to stick to it. And even if it requires, you know, if their comfort zone is ladder rung number two, they're a lot of them are just going to take gorilla glue, double double tape, whatever the case is, they're going to put it on the bottom of their sneakers, they're going to stick there, they're going to go out and hunt for everything that supports their argument, and they're going to stay right there, and they're not going to grow at all. But it still kind of hurts my feelings because I see their emails, they're sending to me, me copies of them, I recognize their name from talking to them in the past, and they're saying something completely contrary to any measure of common sense. And I'm not talking about the aliens or demons thing. I went through that phase myself. I'm talking about other subjects as well. But anyway, it, but anyway I, got, I, I, I digress. I digress. Back to the miracle. So anyway, on last Sunday night, I used the metaphor or analogous metaphor, whatever you want to call it, about, hey, guys, we need to get to a place where no matter how difficult the things are that are happening around us, We truly get to a place where, as the Scripture says, that we need to be praising no matter what. And and it's not talking about fake praise. It's not talking about having big old alligator tears coming down your face. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's not what it's talking about. If that's what you're doing, you're failing. There's nothing fake about it but you got to understand that you're, you, you got something to praise about and by doing so when you un, when you embrace the things that you have to praise about and you embrace that God is that you trust God and God is gonna do great things for you and you believe it because you have that it's more than just faith you believe it you know it's gonna happen and you're telling him I love you thank you Jesus I know it might take a while but praise you Holy Father thank you God hallelujah you have shown me time and time and time again that you're not going to let me down and i praise you for it because it looks real ugly right now yeah it looks to me like my leg has been cut off but i believe i'm getting another leg and once i wake up tomorrow i'll realize that this was just a bad dream but you believe it you praise it and um it's funny too because my card that came up i i flip these cards i have two stacks of cards on these little card holders and they both have um scriptures and then i flip them every morning uh, you know, and, and then the Lord talks to me through him. Fascinating that I just got done doing that Sunday night show talking about this whole concept. And the card that I flipped for today says, do not be slothful in zeal. Okay, so don't be don't be like you know laying around going oh man bummer this is taking forever I'm just I'm just not cut out for this I'm not worthy to be on the boat I, I I'm not part of the church of Philadelphia I'm not going I'm not qualified to help anybody make it on the boat that's what this means do not be slothful in zeal that's what that means stop partying yourself, get up, accept your ordinance that you were given, you were chosen by God, he has ordained you, you were the one that was chosen by him, you need to do what you were asked to do. Stop boohooing about stuff. But my husband, but my sister, but my father, but my this, but my that, but, 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 that limits God. You're an Israelite in the desert. He deserved to spend 40 years walking in what should have been done in a couple of weeks. You're not going to get with you're not showing faith, you're not praising God. If you know that 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 your leg is going to be grown back out tomorrow, when you wake up, if you truly believe it, then you're going to bed happy. Oh but I didn't see it. We've got to get past that, folks. We're going into a time when all this stuff is actually going to mean humongous it's going to be whether or not our children eat, whether or not we eat, whether or not you know that's the time we're going into. And if you're not there in your walk yet, and this scares me personally as well, uh, is, you know, that's why I admit it, I confess it on the radio show, I'm talking about it, is because if we're not there yet, are you qualified to make the barley harvest? Or are you going to be left here for the wheat and probably die some other way? I don't know the answer. All I know is that the Bible says that Jesus is coming back for a glorious church without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she should be holy and without a blemish. So where is that, that line drawn at? I don't know. I really don't know. Concerns me. <laughs> so tune in here anytime you want to hear somebody overanalyze things three ways to Sunday, or 50 ways to Sunday for that matter. Praise God. So do not be uh, slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient during tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Rejoice in hope. Rejoice in hope. Gee, I hope that my leg grows back. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Father God, because I'm going to have a new leg when I wake up. That pot on the stove is going to be full of food, and I thank you because you are my Father. I praise you before my children. I praise you before my neighbors, and I know you're going to show us a miracle. We thank you, Father God. We hallelujah praise your name because I trust you, and because I trust you, you will keep me in perfect peace. I know there's going to be food. I know my leg is going to grow out. I know these miracles are going to happen. Because you are my father, you are not a man that you should lie. But you got to believe it. Got to believe it. So anyway, so I'm doing this little, you know, thing where I'm talking about all this. You know, get on the boat. Get on the boat. Needs to be like some, some kind of a Motown song. Get on the boat. Get on the boat. Or you could do like a Funkadelic thing. Funkadelics. You know, remember the Funkadelics? all that kind of weirdness. You know, they had all those like strange organs and stuff. The Funkadelics. But anyway, you got to get to a place where it becomes a reality. You really do. And it takes practice. So I'm a raising my hand. Today I dorked it up. Fiery Dart or my own personal brain. I don't know which one. Okay. I just I really don't. So but anyway, and um, it's not that it's not a valid concern. It is a valid concern from an fleshy standpoint, from a non-faith standpoint, from a non-biblical standpoint, from a non-trusting God totally with your lives and totally being surrendered to Him, which which is where we all have to get. So anyway, so I, just to solidify and supernaturally confirm the significance of this, last Sunday night, I did the... You know, I talked about in my monologue, I talked about this very same subject, getting on the boat. Praise God, you're on the Revelation 3, uh, you know, uh, 10. uh, You know, uh, because you have kept my command to persevere, I'll keep you from the hour of trial that's coming to test those who dwell upon the earth. Church of Philadelphia. You're on the boat, Philadelphia. Right? Amen. That is enough to praise, but you know what? You really need to be praising God. All the time, though. Not look. So, so you know, no matter what it is you're going through, no matter how difficult it is, no matter that how empty the the store, you know, the food is in your house, you got to be praising him because you truly believe with all your heart you're so happy. Just think about it. Think about how happy you would be praising God and jumping for joy if you woke up the next day and that pot was full of food. Well, if you really believe God's gonna fill it with food, then you would be jumping up and down for joy the same way the night before when it was empty. Get it, hallelujah, Thank you, Jesus, boy, I'd be like a quadrillionaire if I was a regular church pastor. People'd be like pumping the collection plate like crazy. <laughs> it's true, oh well, but that ain't my calling. All right, so anyway, praise God, so um, so get this, so I do this I don't plan any of this stuff. this stuff just pops in my head and um and it did last Sunday night. And then I thought to myself, even as I was talking about getting on the boat and everything, I, I thought, well, think about that movie War of the Worlds. I, I remember saying that and explaining, you know, imagine those, those creatures, you know, those, those mechanical bright lights shining monster creature things, you know, coming over the top of the mountain with thousands upon thousands of people trying to get on the ferry boat, jumping over the thing. And you're already on the boat, but you need to go to the back of the boat and start pulling people onto the boat because that's what Jesus would want you to do. At the same time, these monsters are coming over the hill going, uh, uh. I use that as a visual to make my point. So, of course, you know, this program ends. I got to get up early. It's Monday. You know, I got to prepare for Monday morning, wake up early and all that. I'm I'm trying desperately to get, you know, some kind of a regular sleep pattern, and it's not easy. Um, and, um, I wake up and I go right to work as always, um, you know, spend some time in prayer, take communion, all that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, but I, I go right to work. I do all, I do my thing at work, you know, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. The day's over. I'm absolutely emotionally and mentally drained, which of course is, takes a major taxing on your physical body, of course. And then uh, much worse than anything else is mental stress. And then I go through all that. And then I, you know, hey, it's five o'clock, whistle blows. I'm thinking, okay, cool. I don't have anything I got. Okay, so I'm I'm just going to go in and relax. So I go into my master bedroom where I got my prayer chair, which is basically a converted straddle lounger. And that's a long testimony and had a lot of supernatural things happen with that, including a whole bunch of sheep on a sign when I'm trying to check out getting a straddle lounger, which I was getting for the purpose of praying on it. And there's all these sheep on this big sign wearing sunglasses, and it said something amazing on it. I can't remember the whole thing, but it was it was like – I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, is that you? But when you're walking in that spiritual place, you'll see things that are very supernatural. But anyway, so I, I'm tired. I'm beat. I go in. I sit down on my prayer chair, which I've had for several years now. And um, and I'm just relaxing. I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I don't really want to try to hunt through, you know, Netflix and all that kind of stuff, and try to find a movie, which you know, nine times out of ten, it's something I don't want to watch anyway because it's whatever. And uh, you know, and whatever. So I decide I'm going to do like I do every night anyway is I'm going to go on Telegram and I'm going to catch up with what's going on over in the Ukraine. So I do a bunch of that. I I do a bunch of it, you know, about an hour, hour and a half worth every single night. So I'm pretty much up on what's going on over there, including the lies that the West are telling and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so after a while, I guess it was about an hour and a half to two hours, I'm sitting there, lights are you know, at about 40% in the room, my two dogs are looking at me like, okay, what are we going to do now? Please tell me we're not going to run out of treats when the end times completely comes upon us, you know, because they got those eyes. And, um, and, you know, and you know the eyes, kids. I mean, come on, you know, you've seen them without, you know, I know. Because boxers, you know, have those eyes, you know, boxer eyes. Very expressive. But anyway, so then I think to myself, no, oh, you know, okay. I'll turn on the TV cuz you know the thing about it is you have to learn th- you know when you when you have insomnia and you have problems sleeping properly I don't care how much you could you can pop as much melatonin as you want you're not going to sleep through the night I don't care and and so the, the um, so if you get 5 hours of sleep you're thrilled Okay, if you get six and a half hours of sleep and it's pretty contiguous without, you know, waking up and walking around and pacing floor and all that kind of stuff, you are really happy. And your Fitbit's like throwing, you know, it's like throwing a party and, you know, they're like confetti going up in the air and you'd think it was like the 4th of July or something. But anyway, so um, I sit down on the chair. Uh, I I look do some news I'm I'm and then I'm like I'm gonna have to do sleep re- deprivation I cannot let myself I'm so tired but I don't want if I go to sleep at seven o'clock I'm in trouble if I go to sleep at seven thirty I'm in trouble if I go to sleep at eight o'clock I'm in trouble I have to push myself till nine thirty minimum and sometimes later on purpose no matter what because if I don't my clock my body clock will shift and my body clock will say okay and they got all these fancy names for it it's all mathematical and it's all scientific and they got machines and stuff that they can test and prove it but anyway the point is my biological clock will shift and i will my body will say hey you're at maximum tiredness at seven o'clock at night you're going to wake up five hours later and it's going to be 12 midnight now by the time i start my workday at eight a.m., I'm already eight hours up. That's a disaster. Because where am I at 2 o'clock when I have to meet with the client? And how, how likely is it I'm going to say something really dumb in front of the client and not even realize that I did it? Which, of course, is a fiery dart that the devil's going to use to make me think I'm going to lose my job. And then it's a cascading effect. It's one thing right after another. One thing, oh, one thing leads to another. And you're like going, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Which, of course, is a sin because you have lost your faith. Now, again, you know, and again and again they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel and I end up limiting God. And we can't allow ourselves to fall into that pit. It's gotta be praise and real faith, real hope. We know it. We know it. We know it. So anyway, I decide I I'm, I'm gonna have to push myself to probably ten o'clock, make sure I do enough, you know, and get a proper or as best as I can night's sleep. I got a lot of stuff I got to get done this week, as an et So anyway, so I say, oh gosh, I'm just going to go ahead and flip on TV. I got streaming TV, you know, TV, you know, Amazon Fire Cube, that kind of thing. You know, nothing special. I don't pay for. I don't think. I don't think I have any subscriptions. Just that, and um, and and Netflix. And anyway, so I say, you know, ah, oh, gosh, let me just flip it on and see if I can find. I don't know some old. I don't know 1992 movie or something I can watch, just to pass some time. and I flip it on. Now any of you, any of you who know know anything at all about how streaming TV works whether you have a smart TV of Amazon Fire Stick or uh, you know whatever one of the permutations are they have uh, of these various things out there there's a bunch of them. You know that what it does is it it comes up the TV comes up and then shortly after the TV comes fully up up pops a menu. And there's like potentially hundreds, if not thousands upon thousands of TV shows, um, you know, documentaries, um, you know, movies, channels, you name it. It's endless. Thousands upon thousands of them. Now, some of them are subscriptions. Some you got to pay, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, there's thousands of them. And they're staring you right in the face. That's how it works. So... I flip on the, the fire cube, and up it comes, and sure enough, up comes that menu. But here's where the miracle kicks in. With thousands upon thousands of possible things that could have shown up on that initial menu. Oh, and by the way, on Amazon Fire TV, Fire Cubes, Fire Sticks, whatever the case may be, if it's the Amazon version of it, It does this thing that I find most annoying called auto preview. So as soon as it comes up, if you don't have the mute pressed on that TV, okay, it's going to – whatever that cursor falls upon when that thing initializes and the menu materializes right in front of you, whatever it's on, it's going to auto preview on you. And it's going to bring up the whole preview of that movie in front of your face. And you can't stop it. Can't stop it. You have you can't stop it it's unstoppable. you gotta change it to another possible menu or whatever the case may be, or hit the mute or whatever, but you can't stop the auto preview. it'll drive you nuts so anyway. I do this deal on the Sunday night show. I talk about the boats. I talk about the Church of Philadelphia. I talk about the stuff I just talked about tonight. I mentioned about the War of the Worlds movie, and you have to imagine you're helping the people get on the boat because these giant things are coming over the hill. And everybody's running for their lives, and you've got to be praising Jesus because you're on that boat and help other people get on the boat. The day after, after work, I sit down on my prayer chair, and I say, ah, oh, the heck with it. I go ahead and turn on my TV, Fire Cube. Up comes the menu, and auto preview kicks in. And now I am looking at the preview for War of the Worlds on the exact scene that I mentioned on the Sunday night show with the big metallic monster beings coming over the top of the hill, and tens of thousands of people trying to, let's what it looked like to me, pushing themselves toward the boat, and people are all screaming, ah, 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 and I'm looking at this going, this cannot be happening. And I whip my phone out of my pocket, I turn on the camera, and I go running over to the TV, and I start snapping pictures, snapping pictures, snapping pictures, because I needed to have proof. And then I took the pictures, and I injected them in emails. I sent it to onenote.com, and I sent it to uh, several other people as witnesses, because they had to see it. I like a lot of witnesses. And that's, honest goodness, that is God. It's all God. That is absolutely beyond impossible. There is no mathematical equation. You cannot calculate out the probability. It is not possible. It is nothing but God. That was God. It was all the Lord Jesus. And that's kind of where we all need to be walking right now, anyhow, in our lives, where we're seeing the supernatural miracles. Not just waking up in the middle of the night, eleven eleven, like I mentioned before. That was weirdly really weird because it was like it was eleven eleven. Okay, that was the time. Oh, and what's fascinating is that it wasn't truly eleven eleven because I have my this particular clock was set purposefully ten minutes in advance because I like a ten minute warning. So. My eyes pop open, and I look over, and I'm like, bam, 11, 11. I had a 60-second time window that that could have happened in. How could that happen? So we are working to bring on, I believe it is uh, Brother Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S. I think it might be Tim Brooks. I'm not sure, but the author of the book, How to Operate in the Gifts of the Holy Spirit, who has a, an entire uh, several paragraphs on how eleven eleven 11 is uh, the uh, sign from the Holy Spirit, which I knew about for years. It's also the sign which the uh, New Agers use to uh, signify ascension. But they're not ascending to Jesus. But isn't it fascinating that they decided to choose 1111 as their sign for ascension? But it's really talking about the rapture. And then five years later, this guy Tim Brooks or whatever writes his book. He goes on Sid Roth. He writes the book. I'm like, wow, I wanna, you know, learn some tricks, you know, whatever I can learn from any other fellow brother and sister that's figured out some stuff. So I get the book and I'm sitting there, this is years and years and years after the eleven eleven thing, and I'm sitting there in my in my living room and I'm reading the book and I'm and he starts talking about let me tell you about the eleven eleven movement of the Holy Spirit and I'm like or something along that lines And I'm like going, No way this is like years and years after I'd already, We would all, all of us had already been talking, emails, everything in and out, uh, mimicking commentaries and stuff, having Zen Garcia on the show talking about how the New Age is, see it as essential, but it's really a sign of the rapture. And then I'm like reading this book, How to Mo- Operate in the Gifts of the Holy Spirit, and right there it is inside the book. The guy was on Sid Roth. Not that that means anything really, but, it, you know, it was just, it, you know, it wasn't just some guy that might have been a side listener of the program at one point writing some article on reddit or something it was you know somebody who had no idea about the the program so we, we're going to see if he, he's going to come on I don't know if he will but maybe he will that'd be kind of cool but anyway um praise God so that is the confirmation that I got from the Lord Und, indisputable 100% can't argue it unimpeachable One, ten thousand percent really if there wasn't such a thing Confirmation from God that what I'm sharing with you tonight is absolutely A triple plus critical. Just imagine that witch lady dressed, you know, teacher in, um, uh, you know, A Christmas Story telling Ralphie that he got an A plus, plus, plus. Because that's how big the confirmation was. And that's why I'm talking about it tonight again. Now, Not only to share with you the miracle, but also to share with you the importance of understanding this concept as we move forward in the days ahead. I'm preaching myself as well. Because so the first thing I said was how I messed it up today. And when you mess it up, what do you do? You cancel out your blessing. You limit God. You open up the door to be attacked again. You're going to go through the same problem over and over and over again. It's going to seem like some kind of time warp problem. You're going to be like, I can't believe this is happening again. You don't get the money without passing the test. Thank you, Jesus. And by the way, thank you, Andrew Womack, for that silly little witticism. Hallelujah. All right. Praise God. So I wanted to share that with you kids. Are you OK with that? Was that good for you? Did, did it make sense to you? All right. I was also going to talk about the Captain Halsey story tonight. I was talking to Lauren Peterson about that because um, I was quite a prankster when I was doing the Navy stuff. And um, some of those stories are pretty funny. Hold on. I just dropped a tissue. on I, I value them here because I cry a lot. Hold on a second. I need to lose more weight, but anyway, here, let me just go ahead and put these away all, right. all right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. I was going to tell you the captain Halsey story tonight I'll have to save that for another time i look folks i could my life has been amazing <laughs> i
1: don't
3: have to I don't even have to tell you the supernatural getting beaten up by demon stories and all that kind of stuff. I can skip over those. I can just go to the the the, the some of the stories that happened to me when I was in the Navy. <laughs> I'm talking about stuff that you're like, no way that happened to you. Huh? I'll be like, oh, yeah, it did. Praise God. But anyway, um, the Captain Halsey story is pretty funny. That's just one of many. Um, yeah, amazing. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. But I'm going to skip over that tonight because I want to get to the kids, and then I want to get into the news, and then I want to bring on Sister Elena. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. But hey, 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 if you want to see my actual photographs of the TV in my uh, in my bedroom. Right in front of my uh, prayer chair where I actually physically snapped the photographs. If it would like, you know, help your faith a little bit to actually see the photograph and say, wait a minute, that is a photograph of a TV. I can even see his silly old 1973 vintage popcorn ceiling right there. He did take a picture of his TV. Right. I did. (laughs) <laughs> and if it will help your faith, or you just like to see confirmation of that, you just email, email me at jbaptist777 at gmail dot com, and I'll be happy to send you a copy of these pictures. Cause it's like, oh man, it totally fried my mind. I was like, this can't be happening. I was, <laughs> I was completely flipping out. And then of course I dorked it up like a day later. But anyway, that's you know Well, actually, it was two days later. So praise God, at least I hung hung in there pretty well on Tuesday. But it's a it's a battle. It's intended to be, and we got to get good at it. You you know, practice makes perfect. Praise God. All right. So anyway, on that note, kids, are you ready for a little bit of you know funny stuff? (laughs) Okay. All right. Hallelujah. Praise God. I got to get my little draw pen out of here. Oh yeah, and I also got a scrolly rolly. Uh oh. Okay, hold on. Got to get down. These are all these funnies are inside of graphics, so I got to dork around with the show notes. All right, kids. What do you call a flower that can't tell the truth? What do you can What do you, What do you call a flower that can't tell the truth? A lie, lac Get it? A lilac. I love lilacs. <laughs> you know, you've seen lilacs before, right? <laughs> Hey, kids, if you ever get the opportunity to do this, put a poodle on a leash by a lilac bush when it's blooming. And those giant, big, and black and yellow bumblebees are flying all over the place. It is the funniest thing you'll ever see. That poodle will chop those bumblebees in half with, with uh, you know, cruise missile precision. <laughs> Praise God, hallelujah. And it is hilarious. All right, so let me go ahead and put a little X on this one. Kids, next one. What's a tornado's favorite game? What's a tornado's favorite game? And it's not Scrapple. Or Scrapple. Did I say Scrabble? You can tell I'm from Pennsylvania. What do they put in Scrapple? We shall not talk about such things, young man. <laughs> okay. What's a tornado's favorite game? Kids? Twister. <laughs> right, kids? Twister? Tornado? Got it? All right. All right. Praise God. All right. One more here. Kids, what do you say to a fancy cactus? What do you say to a fancy cactus? You say, you look sharp. <laughs> you know? You look sharp. You know, ow, ow, ow. Pretty sharp. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, see, well you tried to spoil my joke, Spanky, but I got it one over on you. Ha ha. So much for your little notepad there. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Alright, and on that note, let's go into the news. Hallelujah.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's
2: just wrong.
1: Uh, it's not normal.
2: This is disturbing. <laughs>
3: All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to this. First headline of the night. And I don't think any, you know, not a lot of these things are are going to be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it, Uh, because, you know, (laughs) we have definitely been reporting on, you know, the most apocalyptic, and it it hasn't been hard to find it. I mean, it's all over the Internet, and you just got to be able to decipher past a Western lie, uh, you know, the lie of the Obama-Biden-Antichrist campaign and how they're manipulating the people of the world. The, the you know the the Klaus Schwab uh, you know rise of the Fourth Reich FEMA camp FEMA coffins the whole deal it's all happening right now. So once you're on to that, these headlines all just kind of blend right into the whole narrative. Which you know this is the end time. This is our father's narrative. Praise God. This is this is it, folks. It has never been this apocalyptic before. Since I started this program back in uh, what July of 2011 or something like that. Thinking that the rapture was going to be like three weeks later, right? Boy, wasn't I surprised. Okay, All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So let's check out this headline. Praise God. It says, Biden is Obama's front man. According to Tulsi Gabbard, former Hawaiian congresswoman blasted the new disinformation org as a propaganda arm of the United States government. Ex-Democratic Representative Tulsi Gabbard has claimed that former President Barack Obama is behind the White House's new disinformation governance board, suggesting. The current commander-in-chief is merely a figurehead for the project. And she goes into much more detail, by the way. And, by the way, she also tweets this, too. And she even puts an audio clip of the Antichrist. I'm sorry, did I say the Antichrist? I meant Obama. No, I'm sorry, did I say Obama? I meant the Antichrist. Uh, It's so confusing. Praise God, thank you, Jesus. Next one up... The United States training Ukrainian troops according to the Pentagon. Ukrainian military personnel are receiving American training in Europe amidst the conflict with Russia. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby has confirmed. Blah, 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 blah. As if we didn't know that because we were talking about how if you watch Intel Slava Z, if you watch the news on, uh, 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 on uh, t- Telegram and you see the things that are happening anywhere in the Donbass region, anywhere in Donetsk and Mariupol where they're lying, 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 and you see what's actually happening, then you're like, oh, you know, you already know. You know that they're capturing CIA people. You know that they're capturing um, – anyway. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Uh, And again, we covered this uh, briefly. But again, um, many of – it's not just Dutch, but it's, it's all over the world. All over the world because of the Russian sanctions. There are Russian ships trying to drop off goods or whatever the case is. Two countries, which, by the way, desperately need those goods, but they don't want to break the rules. The rules that Obama gave them. Probably because he's getting secondhand you know instruction from the World Economic Forum. It's all a big club of evil. The Global Satanic Crime Syndicate. All right, next one up. FBI conducted millions of warrantless searches of Americans according to the data from twenty twenty one in a recent report, according to the annual statistical transparency report. Uh-huh. The FBI conducted as many as 3.4 million searches of data in the United States without a warrant in the year 2021. But you have to understand, they promise that they're not looking at your data. See, they promise you. So just believe or else we're going to dork with your social rating and your credit will go down to minus 70. And then when you go to get that new apartment, nobody will give you one, and you'll be homeless. Next one up, the Jerusalem Post. Iran may attack Israel directly, Nasrallah warns in his uh, Quds daily speech. Hundreds of Hezbollah supporters carried out a demonstration along the Lebanese-Israeli border. And again... Tensions were mounting. I felt very powerfully led in my prayers for, you know, Ezekiel, you know, 2230. And so I thought for a man to make a wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land, but I found no one <clears throat> that I would not destroy it. So I was praying for, I felt very led to pray for Israel. I think it's because spiritually I felt and I do feel that the things that are happening right now are going to escalate rather rapidly into the Gog and Magog invasion which by the way will be the warning sign that Jesus gave us in the Olivet discourse to say uh-oh the antichrist is about to be revealed what it says essentially what it says and I'm giving you the shortcut version essentially what it says is like when when you see that Israel's surrounded by all of our enemies which means it's, you know the Gog and Magog thing is imminent okay they're going to attack Israel and they're going to lose 2 million people it's going to be a terrible thing but the point is <clears throat> um I felt powerfully that I needed to pray just for Israel this morning, which was very unusual. But given everything that's going on out there, I don't really think I'm very surprised about that. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Hallelujah. India cancels hundreds of passenger train uh, trains to ramp up coal supply amidst dire power outage. And a lot of the countries are – they're complying, but they're kind of not complying. But they're complying, but they're kind of not complying. Some of them are outright, no, I'm not. And then, of course, they, they, they get the wrath of NATO. They get the wrath of Obama. They get the wrath of Klaus Schwab and the rise of the Fourth Reich. And, and you know, how dare Hungary? They must be in bed with Putin. They're part of the evil forces. It's the tryout of evil. Look out. Hungary is evil. Austri- Austria is evil. They're all evil because they want to be able to boil some doggone water. And the rest of them are all evil. Oh, well, but you know, had a conversation with my sister this This was a bad day to call. <laughs> Man. I didn't realize how far behind she had slipped in her understanding of what's going on, so she's yeah, anyway, I told her I said that's not what's happening. I've seen it. And she's like, "Well, you know, if that's really what's happening, then why didn't Russia come out and tell everybody that that's why they were going to do that opera you know And I said they did." She, oh man, it just went south from there. So now I'm banned from Pennsylvania forever. <laughs> anyway, praise God. Whatever. Praise you, Jesus. Hey, that's all about learning how to trust the Lord, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. got to take away all your little raggedy end dolls, right? Amen. Praise God. Next one up. Libya is losing Libya is losing sixty million dollars a day in the oil shutdown, according to their oil ministry. Okay. Now listen, our the oil minister? Now remember, Libya. We're watching for Libya because that's where Iran is going to shoot their missile with a nuclear warhead into Israel, which is going to kick off World War III, according to the A vision in 1979. Does that mean that other bad things aren't going to happen first? Does that mean that the second seal isn't in progress? Does that mean that the third seal isn't in progress? No, it doesn't mean any of those things. It's just that God showed her as being a noteworthy and significant leader event prior to all heck breaking loose. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. WLBT TV, Channel 3. Jones County Chicken Farm destroyed in Sunday Night Fire. Reported from Ruston, Mississippi. A chicken farm was destroyed during a fire that happened Sunday night in Jones County, the local news reports. Gee, wasn't it? Didn't we report on 18? Food facilities being burned to the ground. Yeah. Michael Snyder was one of the first ones to report that on the Economic Collapse blog. But it's been echoed all over. Now, look at this. WLBT. Still going on. According to Elena, she said that she saw a report on um, Telegram that there was a count of up to 30. And that the, the majority of them haven't been reported. So I don't know if she was able to confirm that or not, but it's irrelevant. It's still happening, and it's happening. It's moving forward at a rapid pace, and it's is—it's a cascading event. Just buckle your seatbelts and praise God you're on the boat. Hallelujah. Next one up. The ruble hits a two-year high against the dollar and the euro. Two-year high. Oh, man. I can see Russia go. oh, man, we should never have done this, man. Look how mad we made Biden at us. I wonder, oh, my gosh, this is just terrible. What are we going to do? No, no, that would not be true. All right, next one up. Russia Today reports, North Korea allegedly fires a ballistic missile. And nothing surprising there. I can say, thanks, Captain Obvious, you're on a Totally different. Whatever. All right, next headline up. Praise God. I'm going to have to take off my little Z bracelet before I go to the manager's meeting in Atlanta. Uh, It'll be a controversy. And then I can look at everybody and say, but wait, we're supposed to be a company of diversity. And that would make me like zero friends. (laughs) It's okay if you put purple stripes in your hair and speak in strange languages and dress like a woman. But heaven forbid you should put a Z on your – whatever. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. Next one up. European Union to significantly increase military aid to Moldova. Oh, (laughs) goody-goody. As the Transnistria attacks are continuing to increase to antagonize um, uh, Putin. Now. Now, um, what you're seeing a lot of reports of – now is that you're seeing an awful lot of reports of Russians sending missiles and blowing up uh, all kinds of stuff in the eastern part of the Ukraine. And they're making a big deal. Oh, no, this is an escalation of war. Blah Is blah, that blah, 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 the other thing? Well, it's true because Putin told them straight up, if you guys are going to bring – continue to bring it, continue to bring in military equipment. To fuel this Nazi fire, we are going to take out the infrastructure. We are going to bomb your trains. We are going to bomb your trucks full of tanks. We're going to bomb them. And guess what? Their stuff is so accurate and fast that they're sending caliber missiles, pre-programmed, off of ships in the Black Sea and off of um, uh, land-based locations <clears throat> and you can actually watch the videos of these calibers flying over various cities in Donbass, Donetsk, and, and they're just like – and, and then, of course, you hear um, – and, and the people on the ground, they know. They know, and they're like saying, there goes three-caliber missiles heading over to take out um, arms shipments in the eastern part of the Ukraine. <laughs> they're clear on the opposite side of the Ukraine, and they shooting these caliber missiles over there and they're landing dead on the target. None of this nonsense. Like when we, you know, when Trump sent over like, what was it? Seven tomahawks and it didn't hit one thing of importance. Matter of fact, it didn't even take the the, the airport was still usable. Okay. I'm, I don't know if you, if you can remember these things, but I remember it was like it was yesterday. I was ready to get on the radio going, look, Tomahawks, Syria, they're taking out the airport. This is it. And then and then the next day we get a damage report, and it was like they're out there with brooms sweeping it off the runway going, boy, that was a bother. Oh, well, whatever. All right, next one up. Supply chain bottleneck warning issued. The Royal Bank of Canada, oh, they said the blue blood word, says one-fifth of container ships are currently stuck at global ports. One-fifth. bet you dollars the donuts is a lot more than that and we're just not hearing about it those are only the ones that are stuck at the ports okay what about all the ones that are stuck at z oh oh, and just around and around and around it goes and where it stops nobody knows hallelujah thank you jesus praise god hang in there next one up any NATO vehicle, this is a report, this is a headline out, you know, in regard, again, this is from uh, Sputnik News. Uh, any NATO vehicle coming to the Ukraine with weapons will be considered a legitimate target, according to the Ministry of Defense, Shogu. Okay? Sergei, Sergei Shogu. Now, that's what they're doing. <laughs> okay? And the thing that's really fascinating about it is that when you really do some digging and you watch all that stuff, they man, they are accurate there's no residual casualty i mean but where you hear the opposite is where the azov battalion nazis are killing the russian people and using them as shields just like the 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 uh the arabs do in gaza the palestinians do they put their missiles right in populated right, they're right there on the roof of 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 a of a, of a uh, civilian um apartment building But anyway, so we've seen we've been watching this happen for like, what, 20 plus years or whatever in Gaza between Gaza and Israel, Gaza and Israel, Gaza and Israel, Gaza and Israel, back and forth, back and forth. But we don't want to believe people don't want to believe that it's happening again in in, in, in the Ukraine with these entities, these beings, these tattooed Nazis, which is what they are. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. More than 200 sailors moved off an aircraft carrier after multiple suicides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next one up. Study into mRNA vaccine death rate sends danger signals out. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like I feel like playing that, that, that sound effect, you know, <laughs> you know, where the guy's going, McFly, McFly, you know, he's like racking him on the head. You know, I can't. I can't do the sound effect right. I got to play the sound effect. I got to get. The, I got to get the McFly one up on the soundboard so I don't have to hunt it down on the um, radio show console. That's too much of a pain in the honey cheeks. All right, praise God. Right, kids. That's a pain in the honey cheeks. Uh, what? Do you want me to hunt for old sound effects? Come on, kids. Don't make. Oh, come on. Oh. Maybe sometime, not now. I don't have enough time. We're already running over time. All right. Listen to this headline: World hunger exploding after 25% spike before the Ukraine war. 25% spike in grocery cost and everything else, including world hunger. This is bad. Wait a minute. Or this is good. Um, It means Jesus is coming because it depends on your perspective, right? Right, kids. This is good news. Hallelujah. All right. All right. When your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn what? Blank. Here's your scripture. Isaiah 26. Hold on a second, let me think this one through. I think it's 26. Yeah, it's 26:9. Pretty sure. All right. When the inhabitants are in the when when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn what, kids? Righteousness, right? All right. Praise God. So this morning, as part of my prayers, I was also praying in the name of Jesus that people will, people that are under duress in the Ukraine situation and elsewhere around about that area are led to the Lord in prayer. And a lot of other prayers as well. Praise God. Chiapas Christians face fines for not participating in the Catholic Festival. So in Chiapas, Mexico, they're basically going around and telling everybody, if you don't come out here and do our merry worship dance in the street, uh, why, we're going to fine you. Yep. Okay, next one up, hallelujah, praise God. Ten more states, ten more states in these here, United States of Babylon the Great, report mysterious hepatitis outbreak in children. No, you say. Well, the next headline says, COVID-19 vaccine can trigger acute hepatitis, according to a case report. Published in the Journal of uh, hmm, Lepitology. Whatever that is. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Next headline up. CDC tracked millions of phones to see if Americans followed COVID lockdowns. There's no way they could do that. They would need, I don't know, FISA warrants or something, wouldn't they? Evidently not. Just like I've been telling you, folks. Okay. There's nothing. They, They Forget it. Forget it. Just live your life and trust God. All right, next headline up. Praise Jesus. Russian state TV threatens a nuclear strike on the United Kingdom and warns of radioactive tidal wave. Now, I'm very, very suspicious about these kinds of things, particularly when they come from such lying media sources as the Telegraph. And don't get me going on Yahoo News. It doesn't sink any deeper and darker than that. But anyway, so I took this report, and, you know, it has a – Russian-speaking men giving a report talking about you know how small the UK is and how one missile could completely wipe them out, and la, 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 and all that. But I thought, you know, <clears throat> it wouldn't be past the telegraph to create a deep fake video and make it look like it was real. So I sent it over to my friend Tatiana and I said, take a look at this and tell me what you think. Do you think it's legitimate? Do you think this is being shown on TV in Russia? And she said, oh, yeah. <laughs> she said, absolutely. That's the legit, that's the real thing right there. And I was like, oh, okay, well, fair enough. So <laughs> it, is, it is escalating. All right, praise God. It isn't just a claim of escalation. It is escalating. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because you don't threaten those kinds of things if you don't mean business. All right, next one up. Italy launches Operation Thermostat to forcibly control air conditioning. How long have we been talking about that? So with all these smart thermostats and all this other stuff? over 15 years, over 15 years, and they're now doing it in Italy. Oh, and by the way, they're also going to be implementing the social credit score system there, the same as China. So anybody in Italy who's been surfing the web and looking at this website and that website and this website and that website and this website and that website, guess what? Bye-bye credit. It's going bye-bye. Next one. And once Italy does it, he's going to do an X, and he's going to do an X, he's going to do an X. Is the European Union going to make a rule that says if anybody does blah, 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 the European Union, you got to do this, that, and the other thing? And everybody's in the European Union has to go. Oh yes, oh holy grail of all things, wisdom and intelligence. We shall follow your rules, which is exactly why the United Kingdom pulled out of. Uh, the European Union, and they were all kind of happy and dancing for joy until they realized the people that are from England that are over visiting because they they go on holiday, which we call vacation here in Babylon the Great. They call it holiday, and they go over there for holiday, and they realize uh, when they're in Majorca that they are now driving illegally because they're no longer part of the European Union. All the unthunkable ramifications. Another report from the New York Times says Roe v. Wade seems to be on the cusp of falling, and there was a big leak out of, it, and everybody's just making a big old. St- oh, this is going to turn into a, a big deal, but anyway, supposedly information was leaked. Who leaked it? Nobody knows. Uh, there, now, there's going to be all kinds of stuff, ramifications. You, you watch. They're gonna, you know, whatever. So we'll just wait and see. But it is, you know, a lot of people are out there jumping for joy, running up and down their churches with flags, and you know, but they don't realize that. Really, in the grand screen- scheme of the bi- biblical end times timeline, now you know, now you know who's going to grab a hold of that and start really making a big deal. The Seven Mountains people, <laughs> they're going to be like, "See, we told you, Seven Mountains mandate is correct. Look, it's happening right now." <laughs> and then they ignore like the seven thousand other things that are happening in the uh, in, you know in the uh, across the world uh, that are part of the Olivet discourse. I'm like, oh man, but that is so typical, and you know it, it is. It's frustrating for us. That's why we just got to be praising God that we are on the boat. And no matter how ugly things get, we got to know that we know that we know that God is going to fix them. We got to totally trust them. We don't care. We don't worry. We give it to God. We believe with all of our heart because if we trust God, he is scripturally obligated to take care of us and keep us in perfect peace. It's a promise. And he's not a man that he should lie. However, if we lack faith, it changes everything. All right, praise God. Next one up, Hallelujah. Nigerian president says train attackers used hostages as shields. And I'm like, wait a minute, is this a report on the Azov on the on the Azov battalion uh, in Mariupol or what? And then I, I'm like, wait a minute, this is in Nigeria. So again, it ha- Anyway, I'm not, you know, whatever. All right, praise God. Thing, I don't want to beat it to death because you know what? You can't be really. It's it's disgusting. It's horrible. It, but what really makes it disgusting and horrible is the fact that all these. I don't know. How can anybody buy it? Why? Who is it? Why aren't they paying attention? Is it for real? Are what are they? Are they all under duress? I think they are. I really do. Imagine if the head of the Satanic Global Crime Syndicate gave you a call and said, we know what school your daughter goes to. You will vote in favor of sending tanks to the Ukraine tomorrow. Click. I think that person just dozes right off. (laughs) Oh, for crying out loud. You know, like Smith Wigglesworth when the uh, when Satan showed up in his hotel room and he goes, Oh, it's only you and he pulls the blankets over his head and goes right back to sleep. <laughs> now that's fate. Hallelujah. We need to all get to that place. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. France calls our record calls, kills sixteen million birds because of a severe another severe bird flu outbreak. Folks it's, it's 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 like um your Penelope your 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 what what is that name Penelope is it Penelope Pitstop who's the one that would get tied to the train track by Simon the greedy or whatever we're 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 tied to the train track I mean that train is heading right at us and it ain't slowing down. All right. Listen to this. Uh, Natural Health 365 cardiologist estimates that 30 percent of United States pilots may have COVID jab induced conditions and they're expecting them to drop over while the planes are in flight. Boy, everybody was thinking that was going to that wasn't going to happen until the rapture. Right. Uh Right. All right, next one up, hallelujah. India, Pakistan, heat wave, testing the limits of human survivability with temperatures well over 100 degrees. And if it's anything like it was last year, I think it's gonna, it could potentially get up to 115, 122 degrees Fahrenheit. And I can tell you from being friends with people over there that you cannot, it's not livable in the middle of the night. They have rolling blackouts. They don't have enough power to supply to everybody's house. Everybody has a battery backup to run a fan in the middle of the night. And when it's 104 to 122 degrees Fahrenheit, people literally go out in the street and they lay there to get a little bit of a breeze and maybe catch an hour of sleep before they've got to go to work the next day. It's pretty horrible. Epic Times reports China lockdown of tens of millions inflicts more pain on the global supply chain. We talked about that last week, and it's still happening. Another headline here, Homeland Security Secretary Defends Disinformation Board as its new appointed leader. I stuck this one up on tribulation-now.org because, or com, or whatever. Uh, because, why? Because it is the new forthright Gestapo. It's already being instituted right now. Don't believe a word they say. They will be looking at us all. Next one up, under the knife, Putin to undergo cancer operation and hand power to hardline ex-spy spy chief, Kremlin insider, according to shock claims, they say. But can't get any confirmations on this. Might be just a bunch of boulder dash. We don't know. Lots of boulder dash out there, folks. Very difficult to be able to sort your way through it. But on that note, speaking of the opposite of that, is our sister Elena. Praise God and she is joining us tonight. Give all the glory to the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Sister Elena, for joining us. Here we go. Praise God. Sister Lena, are you there?
0: Yes, I am. How are you doing, Johnny?
3: I'm doing all right.
0: Hello? Okay. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah it's easily. Yeah. A lot of news tonight, a lot of news. Um, I, I just have a few things to add to the thing for the people that are fully vaccinated for COVID are now going blind. There's a study out of UK saying exactly that. So to add to the hepatitis in children, we now have the fully vaccinated with myocarditis, periocarditis, and going blind. So I thought I would add that to the things that you said. And the other thing is um, the Ministry of Information. I don't think people understand that title is straight out of 1984. George Orwell's 1984, I, I do not understand how the people in this country don't get it. I think they might have taken that off of the required reading list about 30 years ago or something, but I had to read it in high school. So anyway, um, as I was preparing for tonight's show, I let Johnny know, I lost my entire blog that I, that I was going to put up for you today, but I'm going to give you my blog address. You can go there. There's a lot of of posts. There's 75 posts up there you can look at. Um, It's realms of hope, and that's R-E-A-L-M-S of hope at WordPress.com. So, okay. Um, What I was going to write about was how the church does not deal with witchcraft and how odd that is in the face of history. And that's what I was writing on um, when I lost the entire blog post. And I guess the inspiration for that was this past weekend. We had back to high satanic occult. Um, ritual days. Um, one was called Wallapurgis, and the other one's called Beltane. Beltane is where we get our word Mayday, Mayday from. Um, it is a high occult holiday complete with blood sacrifices, and the Lord brought this to my attention on Friday and then told me that the occult is in a panic and they were going to offer an obscene amount of blood sacrifice over the weekend. So I went to the Lord about this and I started praying against it. I put the word out to a few friends that I know have intercessory ministries and let them know. <clears throat> but I thought, how odd it is. Why? the only people on the planet authorized to deal with these criminals are God's children. Why the churches are not packed last weekend praying against this? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if we were doing that, a lot of this garbage that we're watching right now would not be happening. And what's really odd is in the face of history, how, how really unusual this is. Um, Last time I was on the show, Johnny, I spoke about um, witchcraft that I had found on my life that had been there for over 20 years. Now, I've had quite a bit of that coming at me over the course of my life, but this one was really bad. And I can't tell you how many churches I went to, how many counselors I went to, how many times I was told there was sin in my life, <laughs> um, yeah, but it wasn't mine, um, you know, this kind of thing, nobody wanted to come alongside of me and pray, also, as you know, I, I became a Christian in the 1984, <laughs> 1984, I became a Christian and um, since that time, the amount of deliverance I have seen in the church is like zero. The only time I think I've seen anything close is Bob Larson, who's spit in people's eyes and made a bunch of racket, which, and that's nothing to do with deliverance at all.
1: <clears throat>
0: and I've been involved um, in deliverance myself and I delivered a man from some pretty serious demons, and I'm not a very big woman. The crazier that demon got, the quieter I got. So all this sensationalism is not deliverance. Now, I find it also very unusual that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, went from town to town doing two things in this order. He cast out their demons. And then he healed the sick. Somehow, somewhere in the 1800s, we just stopped believing in the supernatural altogether. And my own opinion on that is because of they needed the cover to institute all of these filthy secret occultic societies that are not even secret anymore. They've now hit the headlines. That's what they were doing under the guise of, well, if you can't discern it with the five senses, then it doesn't exist. If you believe that it does, you're superstitious and ignorant or crazy or schizophrenic or all kinds of things. And if you were to go to the church and say, look, I'm having problems in my health, problems with my children, problems with my finances, my house is a wreck, my husband and I are constantly fighting, (laughs) they're not going to say to you, well, maybe it's witchcraft. They're not going to say that to you. And I don't understand that because they should. Because there's a definite pattern when an individual is coming underneath a curse. Now, where these curses come from in our world today is there's so many things I could talk about right here. Everything from human beings that are trying to um, manipulate you, which I believe Derek Prince calls this witchcraft of the flesh. I have heard some people call it a Jezebel spirit. I do know that there's demons attached to that, and that's at the very lowest level, all the way up to the full-blown, you know, blood rituals and all the other stuff. There's a huge gamut. Also, um, there's a very long history of it going all the way back to the very beginning of time. I had a friend of mine send me a um, list today of Pretty much the history of it, and it, it just blew my mind how much of it there really is. It's throughout all of cultures and all of time, and that is because of the fallen angels, which Johnny has talked about on this show, and, and I know a lot of you already know about. So, what they did is they came here and they get, gave these secrets to human beings. Now, human beings were in no ways capable of understanding what these secrets were to do they they might as well have handed a two-year-old a stick of dynamite we are not authorized to have any of that and by the way they were never authorized to give it to us what we are authorized to do is to take authority over it that's what we are authorized to do but we were never authorized to be given any of that because not only the fallen flesh, but you can see right now the end result of what happens if you hand greedy, fallen human beings the capability of having a little power. Take a look at our now USA occultic government, because the government is the occult. And it's not even hidden anymore. They're right in your face with it. I mean, how many of us have seen the pictures of Obama with the horns and the costume and all this going on? They're not even hiding it anymore. You know, they they have a proxy war in the Ukraine, and they're not even hiding it. Used to be, in the days of the Iran Contra, they would smuggle things and trade, you know, know, drugs, guns, whatever, but they did it covertly because there was not the proper channels that were followed, which, okay, this country is notorious for doing that. In the Ukraine, they're doing exactly that. There has been no declaration of war. They're carrying out a proxy war right in front of us all and asking us to approve of it, asking us to pay for it. Asking taxpayer dollars to finance gazillions of dollars of weaponry that's going over there. In the face of Russia saying you do that, we're going to attack you. None of us here in America that I know of, now maybe there's some cuckoos somewhere that have, approve of this. As a matter of fact, even mainstream, I read an article today saying that we are heading for disaster if Washington doesn't nip it now. They're not going to because I believe this administration um, is absolutely committed to destroying America so they can usher in their precious new world order that they are not going to get until God says they can have it. In the meantime, it's just the wrath of Satan just shaking his cage because he's about to go to the lake of fire forever. what I see an awful lot of in the church is fear. I see people prepping and I see people afraid of what's happening. And I see people shaking their heads every time they see the perversion on TV, but I do not see them coming together and praying over it. I do not see them coming together in intercession and taking a stand against it. The word is clear occupy until jesus comes yes will one day the lord come back and do all the things he's promised yes but he also said he's coming back for tenants that are about his business god doesn't want to answer our prayers he can always say no but we should be about our father's business and standing in faith against this nonsense this filth this greed This destruction, this horrible, horrible sickness, all of it, this is all Satan. It's all witchcraft. We're all being manipulated. Every one of us are being manipulated. Well, first we have our hypno box where they're going to start blasting out at, you know, the public what they think you should believe. And if you don't, then they're going to dial up their 1984 propaganda machine, the Ministry of Information, run by Mary Poppins, that perverted the words of Mary Poppins' songs. And that's the lady, a TikToker. They put a TikToker. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I, I have a really hard time believing any of this is even real. I feel like somehow I'm watching a video game, except It's not a video game. I I just can't even believe this is going on in my, my beautiful America. And, yes, I do love my country. Yes, we've done a lot of wrong things, but I do love this country because, guess what? Go somewhere else and see if it's any better. You know, I have that to say to the people that constantly taking spray cans and writing F America all over everything. You don't like it here? I think you should go to Cuba or China or North Korea and see how you like it there. Yeah, we have a lot of problems here. Our number one problem is we've been far too lenient on evil. Now, no way am I suggesting that any of us go on a witch hunt. No way am I suggesting that because we don't have to. We come together, two or more of us, in prayer and stand together and pray against the schemes of the devil, which all of us are clearly seeing every single day. I go on Telegram. I look at that as a prayer cheat sheet. You know, I I look up, you know, and and I can't even believe some of the things, like these food processing plants. Let's just take that. Now, there is, you know, differing reports. Um, one of the ones I saw, right, just not on Telegram, just on the Internet, was back in April, which wasn't too long ago, there was 18. And since that time, there's been at least three or four more, and one of them is in my, my area. So um, then we have this bird flu that I find highly suspicious. I'm not even sure. And what they did in Iowa to the birds in Iowa was a ritual sacrifice of those birds. Millions of birds they burned alive in a place called, of all things, Remnant, Iowa. They're constantly um, poking at God and his people. And um, that's fine. They can say whatever they want. But they are getting away with what they're getting away with. Because we're letting them. There, like I said, there is one group of people that have been given authority over these fallen entities that were actually sent here to rule over us in righteousness and did not. They fell. And it's, it's only gotten worse from there. We were given authority over this. Behold, I have given you authority over the serpents and the scorpions, and here's some, all, all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall harm you. Now, there have been times in my life where Satan has rolled out everything he could think of from insects to holograms to um, <laughs> odd cars and trucks that uh, to killing my pets to you know nephilim in my backyard with two, two with footprints that were 24 inches long to broken. Um, bottles and glass in my yard all the time and I knew those were either witches' bottles or something along those lines. There were covens coming from all over the country at me. I saw their license plates. I lived in the middle of nowhere. There was no reason for California, New Mexico, Colorado and Montana, all these different places. These cars with these different license plates. Some of them didn't even have license plates going past my house and throwing tricks in my yard. And it could be anything. It could be plastic bags, um, tinfoil, pieces of tinfoil. They would uh, hide bones and all manner of things underneath leaves. Um, There was a time where I stepped in a pile of them. My whole foot went on fire. It took me forever to figure out what that was. It's called hot foot um so it, all of this stuff goes back you know to the the fallen giving the secrets of heaven to to human beings so what are they looking to do they're looking to exert power when one people group wants to exert power and destroy or bend the free will of another human being for their own personal gain, and they're not getting their way through normal means, so they reach for something a little bit more powerful, and then they go from there, this is not too hard for most of us to envision at the moment All you have to do is walk down the street and look at the graffiti, look at the signs, look at what's on your television, look at what's on your computer, walk through a Walmart toy aisle, walk through a Target toy aisle, go through the poster section of your local big box store, Big Lots, and look at your posters. Look at them. Look at what you're surrounded with. You are surrounded with sigils and symbols and every form of wicked, occult (laughs) communication device, because that's what those are, everywhere you go. So we are in a soup mix that we can't see, but we're breathing it. It's around our spirits. It's around our children. It's in the schools that they're teaching. They're grooming children in the schools now. They're grooming children in the schools I don't even know why we call it the occult anymore. It means hidden. It's right in our face now. To when we stopped taking it seriously and stopped thinking that it was, started thinking it was just, you know, all just a story. Harry Potter is just fiction. Star Wars is just fiction. By the way, witchcraft, Harry Potter and UFOs go hand in glove. They are partners in slime. Russellville, Arkansas, I went up there just to go to the mountains. I did not know that this was the headquarters for the Druids in South Central United States. When I was there, I probably saw, I would say at least, two dozen UFOs. Two and three in a group, but they were going up and down that mountain range. So um, they're here. You know, they, they don't want you to believe that or know that, but all you got to do is go on YouTube and put in UFO and tell me what you see. This is all in angel tech. They're here. They've been let out for a while. And then they're going to be rounded up and punished for what they have done to us, like they were in the days of Noah. But in the meantime... We're supposed to be about our father's business and taking a stand against this wickedness. And, and you know what? This whole leak with this Roe v. Wade was to give the public enough steam and cause enough trouble that they'll back off. The leak wasn't a good thing. The leak was to cause it to fail. And from what I can understand, the the woman that they suspect leaked it is a pro, you know, baby murderer. I'm not calling him pro-choice. That's sanitized. They believe, absolutely believe, in the ritual sacrifice of infants, either in the womb or out. That's because that's who they are. That's what they do. They are liars, they are murderers, and they are thieves. If they promise you something, they're not going to deliver. And if they do, they're going to expect you to give them 50 times more back. The devil does not keep his promises because he's a liar. Will he give a temporary reward to those that he's trying to ensnare? Oh, absolutely. But it's not worth losing your salvation over. You know, when I was in high school, one of the scariest plays I saw was um, Metastopolis who sold his soul to the devil, you know, so he could be famous. And this is an ongoing storyline. We've seen it in a lot of different, different. even now in Hollywood, they they copy it. <clears throat> I always thought that was so scary that you would never, ever be able to be saved. But here's the truth of it. You cannot sell your soul to the devil. You might give them a temporary lease, but it's not yours to sell. Your soul belongs to the Lord. And if somebody listening has done such a thing as selling their soul to the devil, you can get it back, but it's going to cost you and it's going to hurt. You can, and, and you already know what you've been threatened with. Because it works the same way in the occult, in the mafia, in the KGB, in North Korea, or Washington, D.C. You either cooperate or we go after your family, your children. Like Johnny said, we know where your daughter goes to high school. Now, how are you going to vote? That's how it's done. That's how wicked do things because they do not believe in a free will. They believe in human resources. And you are a potential resource to them. And now they're trying to co op your body with these vaccinations so they can data mine what's in your body. There's 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 even you know, patents for it that have 666 in it. I mean, this is what I'm trying to say. I do not know how we have gotten so far away from the truth that Jesus is Lord, the devil is a loser, that victory has already been won. It belongs to us by the shed blood of our precious Savior, Jesus Christ, who came down from the throne lived a humble life, was born in a stable, did nothing but heal the sick and cast out demons and deliver people and make sure that they were okay. And then they put him on a cruel cross, something that you and I could not even begin to understand how awful that was. And he willingly went there. He never opened his mouth and he made a show of them. Every last one of them, he made a show. He won. We won. Now, what are we doing allowing the occult to do this to us? As far as I'm concerned, when I turn on the TV and I got to look at all this perversion, I'm being sexually abused. Now, yes, there's a bunch of choices and I can turn it off. But for that one second that I had to see it burning into my brain, that I need bleach for my brain now because of what I just saw. I can't even believe I want to vomit. I'm being abused. I'm being sexually abused. My senses are being raped. You know, you go to pay your taxes last month, a few weeks ago. What did y'all pay? Huh? What did you pay into this? And for them to be taking our money, our hard-earned, God-given blessing, and to be spending it on these filthy, filthy programs like killing babies and sending weapons to go blow people up for us to get on our face, like Joshua did and say, you know what, we're getting our butt wet and we need to know what to do. And I'm almost willing to bet our Lord and Savior is going to say to us, get up off of your face and get busy. Walk your town. Walk your neighborhood. Pray the blood of Jesus over your block. Tell whatever is parked there they got to go. Ask the Lord to put on the full armor before you go. Pray over your house every day you know what, this weekend when I was praying against all that mess that was going on and I knew what was happening and I knew that there was not a church I could go to and get with my fellow believers and really go after this thing. I just started crying out to God and you know what he showed me? I saw it. My ceiling opened up and it was nighttime but it looked like it was a cloudy day with the sun bursting through the clouds, and as I tried to look up through this these clouds and this light that was so blinding, I, I needed to shield my eyes, even though it was nighttime, right? Um, I saw these giant wings with feathers the size of, of a 747. I mean, they were huge feathers that were over the top of my home. And I realized the Lord was protecting me because of the prayers I was praying. And I think that's available to all of us. Why are we cowering? We shouldn't be. We shouldn't be. Now, you know, everybody's situation is different. And I do know I'm making generalizations and sometimes I can oversimplify, but that's not always a bad thing to understand that we are being seriously manipulated by occultic narcissistic freaks. And we have authority over this? I think it's time to rethink the way we're approaching it. Yes, we need to prepare. I'm not saying don't prepare. I do believe being unprepared, not scared. I, I don't I don't have a problem with that. But that needs to be balanced. It needs to be balanced with fasting, with pressing into your Savior. You know, do you know what he's looking for? He's not looking for spiritual scalps. He's looking for a relationship. He wants to spend time with you. He wants you to listen to what bothers him. He wants you to hear his heart. He wants you to know what makes him happy. He wants to share a sunset with you. He wants to share a sunrise with you. He wants to spend that 2 o'clock in the morning when you wake up and, and you're just really, really sad. He wants you to give it to him and he will sing over you and he will sing you back to sleep because he's done it for me. I've heard them. And so I guess what I'm trying to say, and I really don't mean to be preaching, and I guess I am a little bit, and I'm sorry. Please don't be upset with me. It's just I'm very passionate about it. I really think it's time that God's people stop hiding and understand the only ones that are in trouble is the enemy, that he is calling us to get on our faith, then lift up our head, take a stand, and it is the enemy that needs to stand down. I have children, I have grandchildren. When I think of what Biden is going for and how that can impact my little sweethearts, my little precious little baby girls, you better believe I am crying out to the Lord for deliverance for them others like them, and then I keep going from there for the the block, for the town, for the neighborhood, for the city, for the area, for the state. I, I think if there was, you know, Abraham only needed 10. I'm quite sure there's more than 10 of us It started to ask the Lord, for what we should be doing right now, and get a hold of his heart. I think we would be a lot happier, for starters, because we would be about his business. That's so exciting. It's exciting to be about our Father's business. I think that that's the first reward that would come is that there would be a blessing of soul that we'd be happy because we we be, we'd be knowing that we're doing the right thing. Right now, I'm just confused. I'm thinking, my goodness, what is going on here? I've got a book I'm looking at right now. It's got a funny name, Malaeus Malasarium. It's called The Witch Hammer. It was written in 1487 by a German man that was looking to take a witch to trial. So he was building a case against the witches of his time. And some of the stories in here I recognize because it's been done to me. So there's that. Now, sure, there's a lot of stuff in here that I cannot agree with, and and I'm going to go ahead and say that. But the few things that I that I that I read that I'm like, my goodness, nothing has changed. They're still doing the same thing, even though it's 600 years later. Um. Then there's another one. It's called the Cassell's Dictionary of Witchcraft, and it's the same thing. It gives historical accounts and what happened. Now, I think they're called blue laws now, but there were laws on the book one time that, it, that this was against the law in this country. Now, that also spurned a lot of innocent women that, got, that hung on their doorstep when they weren't the ones doing it. Uh, Most of your Salem trials were Christian women that were killed, and that's one more example of the enemy trading his consequences for our blessing. And, yes, he does do that. I don't know how he does it, but I'm asking the Lord because I'd like to put an end to that. The wages of sin is death. They should be gone. But somehow they're robbing from us and I, I, I don't know how but I'm going to find out. I'm going to get a hold of the Lord on that one because I think that one needs a lot of prayer to put an end to that. So um, I guess that's about all I have to say. Um, just I think it's time for us as his children to come together and I don't know about you guys I did a lot of church in the 90s. We had Wednesday night, we had Sunday night, we had Sunday morning. Sometimes we had, you know, events in between, barbecues, picnics where we could fellowship. That's not happening anymore. I don't know about um, where you guys go to church, but where I'm at, there's just not, and particularly after COVID, the churches are pretty, pretty dead. And I miss it. I miss that time of coming together as believers and having our prayer rallies. Like we had our prayer breakfast. It used to be National Day of Prayer. I haven't even heard of that in years. Uh, have you heard of it? I, I haven't heard of it in a long time. I, maybe when Trump was in office, I remember something, but I haven't heard it since this guy's been in office. Um, so this is a rogue, occultic. Government that pirated The vote They took over Our Capital They used our military to do so And then threw them under the bus They didn't even feed them They threw them underneath a Parking garage, they took political prisoners Which has never happened in this country before And as far as I know They still have them, at least a lot of them Or some of them then they started the siege on our food and supplies, which is ongoing. That siege hasn't even begun to be as bad as it's going to get. He has now drained our oil reserves, so I am not sure what they're going to do when those are gone because, you know, we're at odds with Russia and they were importing 10% of our oil, so I don't know. And already the gas prices are crazy and they're only going to get crazier. So they're doing that and they are um, bringing us into a war that none of us want to be a part of. But if they have their way, we are the target of that war. We are the end game of the war that they are holding by proxy and I'm of the mindset, and I have the faith to put my foot down and say, no, not today, Satan. I don't think so. And the Lord Jesus said, if we have the faith the size of a mustard seed, he was going to move mountains for us. Now, that's just my little mustard seed, and I know you guys got tons of mustard seeds. I think if we put all of our mustard seeds together, I think that we could raise um, the prayers up to heaven And I believe the Lord will move on our behalf. Now, how that's going to look is up to him. But I do know that I think a lot of us would be a whole lot happier being about our father's business. Why these wicked tenants, otherwise known as the fallen angels, are beating up his people and killing his son and doing all these wicked things that they think that they need to be doing because they're going to the lake of fire anyway. They're going to outer darkness forever and ever, and they know it, and they're going to try to make us as miserable as possible. And I say the only way to play is not to play, to fight back the way the Lord tells us to in the word, that we're to take authority over it. Now, does that mean that all of it comes to a screeching halt? No. I think it means that we're about our Father's business. And that's the most important thing is our obedience. I think it means that when we're about our father's business, he's about our business. So when he's about our business, these little annoying, rotten things that have been going on, like, you know, blog posts that die and, um, you know, cars that break down and, you know, bills that get taken out of your account three and four times and trying to overdraft your account. And it'll take us two weeks to give that back to you. You know, um, know, that kind of stuff, uh, you know, that's going to stop. So I guess that's what I'm trying to say. And um, Father God, in Jesus' name, I just come before your throne of grace and mercy. And I bring the people that are listening in right now um, before you. And Father, I am asking that you would stir our hearts with your will. I'm asking your will for our country our homes, our towns, be stirred up within us, Father, and that stirring would then become our passion for obedience unto your word and unto you. Father God, I am also asking that if there's anybody listening in that does not have any clue what I'm talking about, you now I've heard about Jesus, but I'm not too sure what to do about it. Um, okay, I'm just going to tell you, the Lord Jesus Christ um, came here from heaven and he did so to die on a cross because that's the only way that you were ever going to get to go before the throne of his father was through his shed blood. Now, before you start saying that's not fair and that kind of stuff, that's really gross to me that why did he have to do that? I didn't make the rules. You have problems with that? You should bring it up with him. Okay, he's the one that makes the rules. So he cannot tolerate sin. Even a little sin is not going to ever be tolerated by him. And if you try to stand before him with that kind of sin, you will die. So the only way to get to the creator of all things is through the shed blood of Jesus. And the way to apply that to your life is to admit that you're a sinner, and that you cannot go to heaven or go before the Lord without the blood of Jesus Christ. And that's just the way it is. I didn't make the rules. Yes, there's all these other religions, but I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about Jesus. So, Father, in Jesus' name, if there's somebody listening in that has never given his heart or her heart, to you. Father, I'm asking that he would pray or she would pray with me now. Father God, I am a sinner and I need you. And I thank you for what you did for me on Calvary. And I'm asking, Father, that you would apply that to my heart and my soul and my life. And I thank you, Father, that I am now born again in Jesus' name. And if you prayed that prayer, now you need to walk it out You need to find out what obedience to God looks like and do it. It is not true that you just say a little prayer and you're good. You have to say the prayer, mean it, and then find out what God needs from you. And for each of us, that's different. And, Father, anybody else that already knows you, Father, I am just asking for a special legion of angels to be assigned each and every one of them to keep them safe in all their ways this week, in their comings and their goings, that they're blessed in their goings in and their coming out. Father, their bread basket is blessed, their womb is blessed, their health is blessed, their house, their home, everything about their life is blessed. And I'm thanking you, Father, for that in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Amen. Praise God and 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 a hearty amen to us being about our father's business now and also you know don't and again folks don't don't let the end times get you down the end times are going to be the end times you know we're like Sister Elena yes. did, did correctly say you know we, we got to be about our father's business we got to do these things we got to fight against to use spiritual warfare we do it all the time on the prayer vigil these are things that are part of our walk we are called to do it praise Jesus Amen. but she's absolutely right we have definitely come to that time uh, which uh, you know the Bible has prophesied uh, but I think we all know that um, whereby um, you know uh, as it says in 2 Timothy 4 3 uh, for there will come a time. So we know that when this was penned through the power of the Holy Spirit in around 300 AD, we know that that time was not the time. There will come a time, and we are now in that time when the people of the church will not endure sound doctrine. They will, nope. according to their own desires, be because they have itching ears, to feel the way they want to feel, not listen to the Bible and accept what God said is going to happen. They will heap up for themselves teachers. They will turn their ears away from the truth. And they will be turned aside to fables, which are, you know, seven mountains. Everything's going to be fine and hunky-dory when, when our when our Bible and the Olivet Discourse and everything that Jesus warned about warned us about in Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13 is actually happening right now. So um, you know th- these are the things that people don't want to don't want to acknowledge. They don't want to acknowledge how bad things are. And I praise God that Sister Elena is aware of all these things. She sees all these things. She knows they're happening. She knows that us doing what we're called to do about being uh, about our Father's business isn't going to stop oh, it. Yes, but it right. is what we are called to do. Praise God. And right. we don't want to be like the rest of churchianity, sitting around going everything's just hunky dory, ignoring the facts, the figures, what's really happening. We want to be praying against it. We want to be fighting the forces of darkness, but also praising God because we praise God in, you know, uh, the trials in the tribulations in the darkness as things get darker, which they will. uh, We we continue to praise God. We continue to use the power that was given to us. And we don't want to turn aside the fables. We don't want to turn away from the truth. We want to be. A part of who we were called to be, which is the forces of light that fight against the forces of darkness, which are the demonic presences that are conquering this world right now. Because essentially, because of the inaction of Christianity, because they're sitting around watching for another temple to be built in Israel for crying out loud, which isn't going to happen. I'm going to tell you, we are already well into the sixth seal. I believe with all my heart, every single thing we see—the burning down of the the farmhouses, the the food facilities, the uh, the like, like you had pointed out, Sister Elena, the uh, the eradication and the burning down of this humongous chicken facility, which breaks my heart, because now at Publix they're asking for oh, seven dollars really. and six, seven dollars and sixty eight cents for an eighteen pack of large eggs. Now, praise God, at least uh, Walmart can is still selling them for like four four fifty. Because uh, I just got like three of them today. When they when the eggs get insanely expensive and I can't buy them anymore, I'm going to be one really sad person because that's a major part of my diet. But anyway, folks, oh, yeah, we yeah, we to,
0: to you. Well the Yeah, some eggs for
3: my uh, chicken. yeah no, no, I don't think you understand the quantity I require. I'm three hundred and ten pounds of egg eating monster here. You know what I'm saying? I can pound down three cheese omelets in a day, no problem at all. Uh but anyway, um but anyway it's so true it's so true with the things that we're going through as the days grow darker we indeed uh need to rise up because indeed those who do rise up will be part of the bride of jesus christ we that's who we're called to we're we're called to do these things today and um and folks everybody else is going to be sitting around going well you know they ain't they ain't no third Solomon temple and they ain't been no pre-trib rapture so um i think i'm just going to go right. ahead and put another 40 in this here collection plate and watch the preacher jump around on the stage right. every Sunday and give people hugs while Thank we go down you. and have a covered dish because that's exactly what's going on. And that's it. It I is. Got it. Because <laughs> they're looking for all of the wrong things. A but anyway, dish. Yeah. we're gonna go have a covered dish, and Sister Sally May is gonna bring her extra big mac and cheese. So you don't want to miss out on this, ladies and gentlemen. Praise God. So anyway, I mean, but it's, uh, it's sadly and, and you know, true. And I used too. to like those covered dishes. I admit it. I loved them. Oh, I, I was like, man, I ain't gonna miss out mm. Yeah. No, well, it, no hey, there was the some good food too, at those. That When
0: you. When you're about your father's business, he gifts you. He gives you gifts. He'll give you more discernment, so you know what your neighbor is up to. Well, if you your heard, neighbors into, you know, I don't think I right, told you did I, I
3: Lena? Did, did I tell you what happened with the little mini miracle that happened with the um, War of the world's thing to me? Did I tell you that? Uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. I didn't. You want it? Dang on it. it. No. I wanted to include you in on it. So last okay. Sunday night. Um, you know, I always tell people because it's the truth. I used to get nervous before I went on the show. I used to prepare all kinds of things that I was going to say. I would pull down Smith Wigglesworth devotionals and I'd read them and all this kind of stuff. And then after a while, I was like, wait a minute. What? I just blew away 45 minutes and it seemed like three minutes. And I, and how did I, how much stuff did I cover? So then I realized I don't need to prepare anymore. The Lord's going to give me something to talk about everything every time. Right. So anyway, so last Sunday yeah. night. Same thing happens as it always does, and I started talking – Just you know, it started with a conversation with Chamill in Belgium, and he was all bummed out because people were telling him he had to go to a church building, and if he didn't go to a church building, he was going to go to hell. And I'm like, well, that's interesting because that means that everybody that was in the early churches and all the apostles were in hell too because there wasn't a first church building built until 300 AD. Okay, and I said, so right off the bat, they're absolutely incre- incredibly wrong, and then I, I – some other stuff. But anyway, here's the cool stuff. The cool stuff – is that that one thing led to another? And I was telling her, I was saying to people, folks, listen, we need to get to a place because there's, there's 70, Psalm 78, 41. Again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. So what? So what did the Israelites do that limited God? They complained. They were sad. They were unhappy. Mm-hmm. They lacked faith. They they worship things they shouldn't worship. In fact, we can have idols of anything. That's anything we put in front of Jesus. Is an idol. Everything. Um, he is our first love over everything else. We should desire to do whatever we have to do, go through whatever hell we have to go through, if that, if, if walking that path puts us in front of the person that we love more than anybody in the entire universe, which is our our Lord that's Jesus right. Christ. Now, right. So I'm telling everybody, listen. You know, I like to call it applied Christianity, and I was like, because I'm living it myself, I'm going through it myself, and I, that's what I share. My life, I share my life and my little mini miracles with people because that's that's what I've been doing for years. So anyway, so um, I, I, I told everybody, I said, listen, think about it. And also I'm, I'm helping somebody else who's going through a lot of really, really horrible things with their family. And I, and I said, you can't be sad. I know every impulse, every nerve in your body, every muscle, everything is made up of you. Cannot help being very hurt and very, very sad, but you can't be sad. And I, I was having a little bit of a challenge sending the message because the situation was so egregiously bad that this person could not divorce themselves from who they were as a human on earth and who was doing the bad thing to them. They could not separate themselves from that, which, by the way, is the flesh. But as a royal priest, First Peter 2.9, we are commanded to, ex- to lift ourselves up through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Above, we are to operate in the courts of heaven. That was bound on earth that is bound in heaven. That which is loose on earth is loosed in heaven. We operate in the courts of heaven. We operate in the spiritual realm. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, holding every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Second Corinthians 10, verse, oh. you know, verse 5. So that's who we are. We are commanded in, in, in Colossians 3, verse 2, keep our minds stayed on things above and not on things of this world. We are admonished in the book of James that if we are friends with the earth, we are at enemy, enmity with God. So we need to rise up above all things of the flesh. We need to become the light beings that we are. We need to be the yes. power of We need to be Jesus Amen. now. Okay, so the, here's the thing. Psalm seventy-eight forty-one. Again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. They complained about everything. They complained even about the manna. Right. Okay, so right. here's the thing. As soon as we find ourselves sinking into the pit of despair, as soon as we say, oh, my gosh, God did not answer that prayer. Oh, my gosh, my husband is still doing that thing. That Whatever the case may be, whatever it is that, that we are miserable about, the moment that we find ourselves being miserable, we have slipped into a point where we are now testing God and limiting the Holy One of Israel at that point we have messed up we have got to praise we got to say thank you jesus for my husband treating me so horribly thank you jesus for the awful things that i'm going through thank you jesus for all the evil that i see happening around me because that gives me the opportunity to go against them in the mighty name of the lord jesus and cancel out the powers of the devil thank you jesus for all the things that i'm going through right now praise your holy name for hallelujah we, gotta we got to not be those who we've got to be who we were called to be. we got to raise up yes. above what we are going through yes. in the
2: earthly yes. realm
3: and be the light beings, be the sanctified part of the Godhead, Jesus Christ on this earth today and now. And that requires affirmative, Hallelujah. I don't yes. like this term, but it requires us to take positive action in our lives. It yes. doesn't say that yes. Jesus does it for us. It says that we, I, can do all things. You, Elena, can do all things. I, John, can do all things. The people listening to the program can do all things through Christ who does what? Strengthens us. But it is us who takes the initiative. We do it. Jesus strengthens us. Okay, so the, so again, that's kind of who we are. It's very, very exciting. But here's the thing. So I'm talking about – I'm saying you're on the boat, folks. Be happy. No matter how bad yeah. things are in your life, you're on – the boat the boat's the boat. name is the church of philadelphia and you are on the boat praise god thank you jesus hallelujah and everything else that's tormenting the heck out of you right now you say thank you father for that torment thank you father for those difficult things because you are not a man that you would lie and i have prayed in the name of jesus in accordance with mark 11:23 23 and john 14 12 13 and 14 and i know that you're going to answer those prayers it may not be something that i see right away but it's coming and i give you praise for it thank you father but you do not complain. Don't become the Israelites, because you will limit God. You will cancel out your blessing. You have got to praise through the darkness. And that is how it is. And I was saying, folks, imagine yourself being on the back of that boat in the movie War of the Worlds. You're on that ferry boat. You're now on that ferry boat. You're not the people that are on the pier with those giant, horrible monsters from heaven knows where coming over the hill, these mechanical creatures with these lights going. And thousands upon thousands of people are running for their lives for the back (laughs) of the boat. They want to get onto the boat. We need to get to the back of the boat and start pulling those people on the boat, pulling those people on the boat. That's our job. We're already on the boat. Hallelujah. Now. I go, tonight, I go to bed that night. It was a Sunday night. I wake up the next morning, did my day job, was exhausted, went into my prayer chair and sat down, checked, checked news, and then I said, to heck with it. i got to stay up till 10. I'm going to see if I can find something on TV. I turned on my Amazon Fire Cube. The menu pops up, and it goes immediately into auto preview mode, and right there on the screen of my 55-inch TV is that exact scene in War of the Worlds with all the people running toward the boat. Huh? I couldn't believe my eyes. I'm like, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. I whip out my phone. I'm like taking <laughs> photographs of it. I can show you the photographs, um, but it's, it, it was, it was mind blowing. There's like got to be 10,000 movies on there, and the idea that as soon as the thing would energize, it would go into auto preview oh, mode on the exact scene that I was talking about Sunday night hallelujah, wow. hallelujah. That was god telling hallelujah. me
0: hallelujah that's
3: that was the lord telling me holmes you so need talk. to preach that more often <laughs> yeah. that was the lord saying man yeah. that was right on target and you gotta keep on preaching that you're exciting on the boat be happy. yeah 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 <laughs> be happy yes
0: yes yes exciting exciting stuff
3: it is hard I, I dorked it up today. I, I don't know if the devil got a fiery dart in on me or if my mind, my swirly whirly um you know, whenever I say swirly whirly mind I always think of elf. You know, where he's talking I about he's trying to explain how he's I went past the swirly whirly gumdrops gum and you know, my swirly whirly elf mind. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Dad, Dad, I love you. I love you, Dad,
1: I
0: love you, I love,
1: love. you I love you. I
3: love you. <laughs> and I don't
0: my daughter loves that, so that's how I it's know all mess. the lines. But anyway. It is bar
3: none the best movie that guy ever made, Ever did. I don't like I any agree. of his other ones, but that was the I bomb. I him,
0: but I like that movie. <laughs>
3: I know. And, and the, eating the cotton balls, that was unbelievable. He's like, ow, ow, ow. Oh, and then everybody looks away, he like sticks the cotton ball in his mouth. <laughs> special I someone. wonder how much of that was improv. I would love to know how much he Improved oh, those scenes as a little uh-huh. Kid you know what I mean was It was really, really cool. well done For uh, a
0: special Someone
3: And Jolie <laughs> remember Jolie he goes The little kid tells him how to get a date You know you got to take her out to eat You know, Eat it's like a code, you code, word. You food. code word You, you know, got to go to eat food. So he's like over there telling her Would you like to go get some Food and then he gives her a big Wink you know <laughs> And she goes, Food
0: And she oh, ends up bad. falling in love with him. That <laughs> uh, was I
3: know. But it was all about well, whatever. But anyway, um, yeah. Amen. Praise God. We're we're you know what? Here's the thing. We're on the boat. We're we're we are if you look at every single scripture that, that says there will come a time you look at Jesus telling – you know, the apostles are all asking him, Jesus, Lord, when? Tell us what it's going to be like when you're about to return to earth, which is the Olivet Discourse. Right. Every single thing is happening right now. It's right now. It's just happening right now. It, right here it is. Take, Jesus says here in uh, Matthew 24, take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name. I am the Christ and deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Well, we haven't been hearing of wars, folks. Not really. Now we're seeing them in action. See that you are not troubled. Don't be bugged about it. Oh, no, this can't be happening. I... See that you are not troubled. Not For troubled. all these things Jesus right. said must come to pass. So get over it. And then he right. goes on and say, but, but the end is not yet. He says that nations will rise against nation. Well, guess what? We're not quite there yet. And kingdom against kingdom, we're not quite there yet. We're real close, but we're not quite there yet. And there will be famines. Oh no! All the food facilities are burning down. The the food supplies cut off from China. Oh my gosh! The grain breadbasket of the world is being contained by the Russian cleaning out of the azov Nazi battalions. Holy moly! And if they continue their work, they're going to cut off all of the access from the Ukraine to the water, which means they won't be able to ship it even if they wanted to. I mean, because you know Mariupol, Odessa, you know all that. That's all the water. That's all where. The Ukraine connects to the water, so all their shipping channels will be cut off. But anyway, and then and then Jesus goes, there'll be pestilences. What? What in the world do you think that thing was that they launched against mankind out of the Wuhan labs? That's pestilence. No I know, right. right? And then it says earthquakes in right. various places, which has been going on like for how long? For like ten years, but and it says, and then Jesus right. warns. He says, all these are. This is the spookiest part of all. For those, of us, for those of us who have fear in our hearts, but we are commanded not to have fear, because perfect love casts out <laughs> on all fear, and we were not given a spirit of fear. We were given a spirit of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. All these yeah, things hard, are the beginning though. of sorrows. All these things are the beginning of the sorrows. So if the so beginning, this is beginning of sorrows, of sorrows that means right. we're going into what? The sorrows period. We aren't even right. quite fully yet in The sorrows period. Jesus says all of these things I just read, every one of them, is just the beginning of the sorrows. And then he goes, And then they will deliver you, you Christians, you, up to difficult, horrible times, and they'll kill you. I use I use difficult, horrible times in substitution of the word tribulation because people get the great tribulation confused with the word, you know, blah blah blah. Difficult, horrible times, and they will kill you, and you will be hated by all nations. Because you love Jesus, so this is the We've great already done story.
0: that.
3: They're and, still doing it. Well, it, it's it's going to get a lot worse, and then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another, and many false prophets will rise up. Uh, you know, a lot of these things are in progress.
0: A lot of these things yeah. are in
3: progress. So we're getting close.
0: So I can't think of a better time of getting about our Father's business
3: and Amen. see what I was
0: trying to say, though, Johnny is that when you are about your father's business, it doesn't have to mean that you're going out and doing street ministry or anything, although some people are called to do that. Everything is different. Everything's different. And the Lord is going to meet you. He's going to empower you to do the things that he's called you to do. And some of them are going to stretch you. They're going to stretch you like, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry. And you're going to end up doing it. You're going to look back and realize you didn't do it. He did it with you. But things like, you know, I talked, I talked on this witchcraft. It is time to ask the Lord for more discernment. We all need it. We all need it big time. because We are surrounded. But the Bible says we're surrounded, but we are pressed down on every side, but not crushed. So And it is hard not to fear. I mean, everything that you're looking at is just enough. Like Johnny says, I want to put a fork in my spleen. It's like, like, oh, I can't stand this. It's horrible. But you know what? There was a few weeks ago I woke up and I heard the Spirit of the Lord speak to me right away. He said, I'm going to bless my people. I woke up and I kind of wiped the sleep out of my eyes. I'm like, was that wishful thinking on my part? And I've I've now said this to several people and they all say, No, don't say that No, the Lord is going to bless his people. So anyway.
3: You know what the question is? Who oh. is his people? That's the problem because those you got the wise virgins, you got the foolish virgins, you got those who were cast into the great tribulation. God ain't blessing anybody who's being disobedient to him. I'm, I'm here to tell you right now. He ain't going to do it. That's
0: exactly right. If you're obedient to him.
3: Right. Yes. Yeah.
0: You know, no, and, 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 and here's is, the thing. Is yes.
3: Qualifying remark. Qualifying remark. If you were addicted to something and you were struggling with something, but you are trying with all of your heart and you are praising God because He is going to bless you with deliverance. He is going to bless you. He's going to walk you through it. Don't stop praising him. Keep on thanking him. Stick to your to stick to uh-huh. the prayers. to take the praise to them. Don't give up and don't Uh think that you're not going to make it on the boat or don't think that you're not already on the boat because you're struggling with something because just because you're struggling with something doesn't mean that you have failed. You are struggling. That is it. Okay. Continue to praise. Continue to pray. Continue to praise. Continue to pray. Get on the boat. You're on the boat. Amen. Jesus, do not let the devil tell you, oh, well, you do this or you do that. You're not worthy and you can't make it because that is exactly what he wants to tell you. You're going to need to say, God has promised me in his word that I will be delivered and you praise him for it because you know what you will hallelujah but you got to stand firm on that you cannot let the devil drag you into the pit of despair because that's exactly where he wants you and once he's got you there it is very hard to get back up amen i know i've been through all
0: that the name satan actually is his job title it means accuser that's his job he accuses us night and day now whether or not we're going to get an agreement with that there's the rub and I, I have made a decision. No, I am not getting in agreement with his accusations. Uh-uh. I don't have to. The Lord covered that for me. Why would I jump back into that cesspool? No. And, and you're absolutely right. If you're struggling with something, that's exactly what you're doing. You're struggling. And the Lord is going to come alongside you and help you in his good pleasure, in his time. Just wait. He'll get you there.
3: Amen. Thank God and praise Jesus. And uh, again, th- uh, as always, thank you so much for joining us on the program tonight. And I just absolutely love your motivation, uh, your motivational, um, uh, you know, push uh, for people because we are. We're, we're coming to that place, folks. I mean, again, you know, if you're a shut-in, make yourself a ministry prayer. Uh, but, but for those of us who are blessed with the ability to walk, we need to be at the ready because things are going to get dark. They're going to get kind of horrible-ish, you know, uh, eventually, maybe not for a while. We don't know. I mean, there's every indication that Trump is going to, in fact, get reelected into the into the office of the presidency, but there's also a whole, whole, whole lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of visions and dreams that show him in a casket. So that would probably trigger the Civil War event that was seen by uh, David Walkerson, Dimitri Dudeman, which, by the way, may yeah. be a, an immediate warning to the very advent or the beginning of World War III. All we need is a Kent State event at this point. That The, the temperatures are running hot. The threats are running very high. Uh, you know, we're, we're there. We're there. We're we are literally there. I thought that we were there so many times over the last 11 years, and I was wrong. Because you know what I didn't do? What I, where I made – but the Lord shows you stuff over time. That's the thing. The Lord didn't show me that the bride of Jesus Christ was going to be on the earth until after the global financial collapse. Until, wow, like eight, nine years later. And then I was like looking at that scripture, and I said, hey, there it is. Do not harm the oil or the wine. That's the bride. So I knew right away that the whole bride of Jesus Christ was going to be the whole bride, barley, wheat, and grape harvest. The whole deal is going to be here on the earth until after the, you know, global financial collapse is completed. Okay, which, by the way, is going to be happening simultaneously. We're pretty sure. I mean, you can't, you know, I certainly wouldn't want to, you know, um, stake myself. But um, it, it looks to the vast majority of people out there that study prophetic scripture um, that we are clearly in um, uh, the in the midst of the second seal. Now, I would say, I would submit the 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 um, if you would the beginning of the second seal. But it seems so like unbelievably literal and obvious. It says when he our Father opened the second seal, I heard or Jesus um, I heard one in the same. I heard the second living creature say, "Come and see." another horse fiery and red went out well guess who the <coughs> russian army is Russia. it's known as the now, red army it? it's known worldwide as the red army okay and it says and it well, was granted. to miss it it, it was granted <laughs> by the lord god yahweh elohim our heavenly father granted the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and the people should kill one another and they were given him a great sword Anybody who understands the military power of the Russian Federation knows that we are really outmatched. So when the Bible says, "God gave him a great sword," <laughs> let me tell you something. that's an understatement, okay? So if we if, if, and, and you know what? the third seal is the global financial group. Nobody would doubt for a second. look what's happening. Power, supp- power cut off, uh, gas cut off. There are going to be people starving. There are going to be people with no way to heat their homes. The, you know, there, there have been times, many times on this earth where these types of things have happened in pockets of the world during wars or war situations where it was a common daily occurrence for trucks to pull into various neighborhoods and just go into houses and take the dead and put them in the back of the trucks because they were dead. It was just a daily thing. So you're sitting there in your neighborhood and, you know, da 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 and everything. Hey, Frank. Hey, Sally. How you doing? Heading to work. And in comes the truck and the house across to the left of yours. They're going in there to get another dead body out. That's common when these kinds of things happen. This is Psalm 91 in action. You'll see a 1,000 die to your left and 10,000 to your right, but it will not come near you. Why? Because you reside in the secret place of the Most High. We're going to see all these horrible things happen. We are. But we're protected. We're on the boat. We're on the secret place of the Most High, and God's going to call us out. We are going to be called out to touch the lives of the people who are scared to death and in their houses crying, not knowing what to do because we got good news for them. If they listen and they accept the Lord Jesus Christ, they can at the very least become guests at the wedding supper of Matthew 22. It's all in the Bible. Praise God. These are exciting times. But yeah, we have to be ready they because are. you can set up your your prayer ministry. You know, if you're shut in, whatever the case is, get on your knees, you pray for spiritual warfare. But if you're if you're able bodied, get ready to do like Elena's talking about. Because those days are coming when we're we're leaving our houses. We're go- I'll tell you what, there will be days that come that it's so dark that no man can work, like Jesus said, and we will go out in those streets. When all heck is breaking loose, and we will see other believers out there knocking on doors, and we'll be like, you guys love Jesus, and they're going to be, hallelujah, come and join us. And we'll be walking through those streets, knocking on people's doors, and bringing them to Christ. Right in the middle of some of the worst things that are happening. You're going to see. it. We're going to live it. We were chosen for this. Praise God. This is awesome.
0: But But even right now, you can always pray through your neighborhood. You take your dog for a walk. Ask the blood of Jesus. Ask for the Lord to send angels. Ask for the Lord to to, um, remit the sins of your neighborhood because that's warfare. I mean, these are little things. It sounds little. In the spirit, this is huge. So, I mean, even now you can do this. And a funny thing, as you're prayer walking, the Holy Spirit shows up and goes walking with you. So, anyway.
3: Amen. Praise God. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll be thanking the Holy Spirit big time if I out there prayer walking some day and he says, Hey dude, you wanna go home? Cause, uh, you know, I'll take you there if you want to go and I'll be like, Yeah yeah, don't ask me that question
0: twice. Let's go. <laughs> Hallelujah.
3: But anyway, you know, I I've always, I always have to a know feeling what
0: it feels like to fly.
3: I know. I know. I know. I think the really the humble and proper thing to say is, you know, Holy Spirit, Jesus said to Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. So I think I'll hang out here a little bit longer. And then the Holy Spirit will go like, "Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was a pretty cool offer, but all right, if that's what you feel." And then poof, he'll disappear and then you'll be like, oh, "I can't believe I said that. Come back, Holy Spirit." No, I'm just joking. But anyway, <laughs> You know, because it says there's even, a, I forget what scripture it is, but it's in the Old Testament. It might be Ecclesiastes, but there's even a scripture in there that says something like, who would be, oh gosh, I wish I could had memorized it, but I don't remember. It's, it's something along the lines of, you know, essentially the message is, who would be crazy enough to want to be here for the day of the Lord? It actually says something along that line. And, um, you know, all I got to say is a hearty amen to that scripture. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Praise God! Not for that. Oh, no, we don't.
0: We don't. We don't need. Oh no, I, I would want to be here just to watch him pour his wrath out on these buggers. Well, you better have <laughs> some floaties
3: on bum. your arm. You better have huh? some floaties on. I'm telling you. You're it's going to need some floaties.
1: floaties. Either
3: that or you better be in Aspen, Colorado, doing some skiing because that tidal wave, it's going to be hitting the east coast of the United States after that meteor strikes the Atlantic. is going to be so big if you don't got floaties on your arm, then you won't be able to meet I'll me at the Revival in Galveston. Somewhere else. We're going to have I'll a Revival in it. Galveston. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to have Jesus floaties.
0: I'll, ha- I'll take the box seats then. I certainly don't want the floaties.
3: <laughs> oh okay, all right. Well, what, I don't know. What about an airbed I, you know, that might work better. I don't know. But anyway, all right. Well, I gotta get my. Uh, I gotta get myself to nighty night time, you know, so I can wake up okay. and say, "Please God, another fun day at work."
0: Hallelujah. Okay. Thank you, Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus.
3: And mean it. Right. And,
0: <laughs> and mean don't... it. Oh, you. There are just some days where. It's really hard to do, but do it anyway.
3: Yeah, do it anyway. Now, well, the Pray real truth is anyway. to truly be grateful. That's the hardest part, and that's the part I'm working on right now. I don't always hit the. I don't always hit a home run. I I didn't have the best of days today. But um but uh but uh you know, I'm I'm planning on having a praise filled, glory filled, thank you, Jesus, trust in the Lord, uh a day tomorrow Absolutely. and uh and the next day and the next day and the next day. You know, it's it's a journey and you don't Absolutely.
0: always Absolutely Absolutely You
3: don't always want it, yeah.
0: I totally agree.
3: Thank you yes. so much for joining us tonight, Elena. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Oh,
0: thank you, Johnny. God bless you too. Have a and really thank good you, evening. Uh,
3: uh, Oh, amen. Thank you so much. And you too, I pray that you sleep deeply and in peace. And all of you, all you. of you listeners, amen. Praise Jesus. I pray the same amen. thing for all of yes. you. And and when you lift either one of us up for prayer, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray for a tenfold blessing and an anointing, holy fire Hallelujah. to surround their households, their loved ones. Father, we yes. ask you yes, to just Lord. bless them beyond with their wildest Hallelujah. comprehension. In the name of Jesus Christ, in we the pray. Name and thank of you, Lord um thank you, lord. Amen. it is wednesday the fourth 9.36 p.m on the east coast of the united states of babylon the great hallelujah thank you for joining <laughs> us we will see you at friday night 7 p.m at the friday night prayer vigil lord willing and uh you know okay. then the next week i travel i'll try not to cry anyway it's all good praise okay. Jesus. <laughs> hey supposedly we are not we don't have to wear masks but they're still fighting over that so we'll see but anyway so thank you for joining us we'll see you Friday night thank you Elena so much God bless you
0: you are welcome thank you for having me
3: see you all Friday God bless you all
4: Lord we come to you with repentant hearts. we seek you with all our might sinners that the mercy of grace redeemed we are by your embrace. Praise his holy name.
2: Praise
4: the King of Kings. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure Until you come back for your bride to set her free Write our names in your book of life We are cleansed through your holy sacrifice As we lift your name on high Renew
2: our mind,
4: renew our soul Remove the scars from our past And deem us righteous We rebuke all deceptive lies When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. We are the branches on a living tree. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. Until you come back for your bride. To set her free Watch us as we trim our wicks Our lamps are full Our hearts are light. Like those five white virgins We will be Your bride awaits Sleep patiently Longing for that blessed sound, the dead will rise, the churches gather. We're praying that we're worthy, Lord, to join our family.
2: I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory.